inevitable. I am Iron Man. I am Groot. I am Steve Rogers. Spider-Man. I'm a warrior and an assassin. I am burdened with glorious purpose. I'm always picking up after you boys. I'm clocked out here. I was born yesterday. I'm made of rocks, as you can see. I'm always angry. I'm very popping, y'all! Welcome to a very, very special edition of Structured Universe. This is um, th- this is the culmination of everything, Pat. You know, we, it certainly is. We started this podcast way back. I think it was just like a, a very like just a few months after um, the first Avengers came out, and we never reviewed it on the <laughs> show. But we'll get we'll get to it. We'll get- we're backlogs. But we're in the end game now, Pat. That we are. We're in the end game. You have to say that. You have to say that line when you're talking about the end game. Right. We're in the end game now. I finally saw it. I had to wait a week because yes. of scheduling. I now I gotta I gotta ask, did you were you spoiled? Did you have any spoilers or were you spoiler free? Um before or did I, you do it to, to yourself on purpose? Because I know I, you like that sometimes. Before I talk about the spoilers that I had heard ahead okay. of time, which I tried very hard not to see any spoilers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we're going to go ahead and say from, from we're going to jump right into spoiler territory. Um, I will just say very quickly. I liked the movie very much. Pat, did you like the movie very much? I liked the movie very much. That okay, is good. as spoiler free of, of a review as we can give you. If you haven't if, seen it, definitely go, go see it. Go Literally now. everyone has seen it. Uh, except for you, apparently. Um, from this point on, it's all spoilers. Okay. All spoilers. Now, first of all, uh, IRL spoiler. Mm -hmm. I want to take a moment and just, and just say Peter Peter Mayhew passed away. Right. Um, and for those of you who who don't know, what are you listening to this podcast for? If you don't know who that is. Uh, but if you are listening to this podcast and you don't know, that was, uh, the mighty Chewbacca. Um, I gotta say that really sets the mood. It does. It it really does. Um, but uh, I, I and I'll tell you what, maybe it was all the uh, the emotion that I've been feeling lately because of Endgame. But I tell you, this one hit me really hard. Uh, I mean, when Carrie Fisher died, I was sad and it sucked. Um, but this I mean, I I sat and, and I shed some some tears for for the guy. I I don't know. I always felt like like he was always around. <laughs> like like in in peter mayhew's in life <laughs> right you know people who've been sandwiches um and i am going to keep this brief because we've got a lot to unpack otherwise yeah but, we got a three-hour movie uh, to get there <laughs> but uh I, I i learned most of this about him after his passing which is you know that's how these things go he was just he was just a guy he wasn't an actor he was he worked at a hospital uh, and, and some, you know, I guess some, maybe somebody went, got into the hospital, but somebody basically said, Hey, you want to play a monster in a monster movie? And he was like, yeah, it'll be funny. I'll tell my grandkids about it or something. It'll be great. Uh, and that wasn't Chewbacca. He played like some like Minotaur or something in some like clash of the Titans type movie. Um, and then from that he got Chewbacca and that's all he did. He was, he was like virtually nothing else. 
you know, his IMDb page is, is pretty sparse outside of playing Chewbacca. And then what he did do is he realized how important the fan base was. And he was at like every convention he could possibly be at. And he was always there for the fans. And I'll tell you what, I wish I had, obviously, at this point. Uh, I did not uh, take the opportunity to meet him at uh, Celebration, but my brother did. Um, and you had to buy tickets in advance. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't quite like it was at like your C2E2s where they're just sitting there and you could walk up if you wanted and pay the money. Like you had to buy your tickets well in advance, months and months in advance for some of them. Um, I want to say he's, he had still had some spots open where you could have bought in if you wanted. But again, you couldn't just walk up to him and say like, hey, Chewie, what's up? <laughs> um, so, um, but uh, but he had he had to cancel uh, one of his days uh, due to his health. And it was the day my brother was supposed to get his his autograph. And he was bummed, but they did. They let him reschedule. And thankfully, he was going all five days. So uh, he did end up getting to meet him. And he said when he met him, you could just tell he was in a lot of like this was before he passed. He told me this. He's like he it, it made him well up because he was obviously in in pain, but he was still sitting there signing people's pictures and action figures and being pleasant and wonderful and you don't see that every day you know what i mean mm -hmm. like the guy was just a wonderful human being and he he made the he made his mark you know the world is a brighter place because of peter mayhew i it didn't really hit me until i saw the photo and i don't remember which convention it was but they had set up a memorial at the booth yeah. for the convention he was supposed to be at the day that he passed. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, and again, the, the man, he was sick. He mm -hmm. was sick. He was not doing well, but he had his butt in those seats, every convention, every convention. And again, like that, that's a guy who, who really, he got it. He understood, you know, he, he played, he got to play a big walking carpet, <laughs> you know, <laughs> And and he, he wasn't, you know, the, there are some guys that do that and they, they're just milking it. You know what I mean? But this guy, he just loved the fans. He loved that people appreciated that he was there, <laughs> you know, and I my own personal memory of him. Were, I think you were with me, weren't you? When we uh, saw him at, oh, uh, yeah. at, at mm -hmm. Wizard World yep. and we were we were sitting down. We were tired from the day uh, sitting our backs up against the wall and and across the room now again this was this was before was it before the prequels came out or just when they were coming out um i think like episode one was definitely out i think so i mean he was he still it, it wasn't like the right now star wars has had such a resurgence like it never really went away but it was like like there's such a huge thing around it he was just walking through a convention and no one was bothering him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that would never have happened, you know, this year, four years ago, five years ago. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, what was it now? Uh, 18 years ago, 19 mm -hmm. years ago. Yeah, it was probably 18, 19 years ago. Um, yeah, because 2000, right? Mm -hmm. was, I think uh, that's that was, what it was. It was one of the first ones uh, that we went to. Anyway, 
he's just walking through the convention and I don't know who he was with, but it was an Ewok or one of the munchkins from <laughs> Wizard of Oz or whatever. And it was hilarious just to see this huge, he's like seven, three or something guy. <laughs> and he was still in, in, in pretty good health then, you know, like he was, he was walking unaided, no cane, no nothing. You know, his arms just lumbering like he's Bigfoot, you know, uh, and just I know, and I, I just remember being like, dude, it's Chewbacca, it's Chewbacca in an Ewok, <laughs> and it was it was a magical moment. It was it was as magical as seeing Bigfoot. It was just <laughs> a very surreal moment, um, and that's as close as I ever got to them to him. But uh, still, he he definitely left his mark, you know. And I I feel like the older I get, the 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 grandest thing that I feel like that could happen is that I leave my mark in some way, you know, something that extends beyond yourself. Um, and, you know, for average Joes like us, it's hopefully our, you know, our kids and whatnot. But like oh, this guy, this he, no, no one listens to this podcast while we're alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you know what I mean though? It, it, it's just something that will, will, will go on. And I mean, he's going to go on, for generations, you know, for as, as long as Disney can make a buck, they're going to keep they're going to keep this uh, this guy alive in in the movies. So um, but anyway, I'm getting longer winded than I wanted to. Uh, Peter Mayhew, I dedicate this episode <laughs> to, to him. Let's talk about Avengers. OK, <laughs> so you had asked me uh, what was I spoiled on? Okay. Yeah. Now. Normally, I don't care about spoilers. Um, <clears throat> I don't usually seek out spoilers, but I don't really care if I hear the spoilers. Mm -hmm. uh, this time, I I wanted to be uns as unspoiled as possible. Mm -hmm. So I figured, I, I assumed I was going to pick up some stuff, uh, like from Twitter and stuff, you know, just kind of general browsing around. And I saw things like, <clears throat> you know, um, like where people were trying to be vague, like... Uh, um, you know, here's here's what Captain America's choice means and stuff like that. Uh huh. And I was like, OK, well, obviously people are gonna, like that doesn't really ruin it and everything. Right. But, so here's what I was ruined on. <clears throat> I Googled whether or not there was a uh, after credit scene. OK. Uh huh. And I thought there was a I thought this was a spoiler free article. Uh huh. And it said, um. There's no after credit scene, but there is a clanking noise to honor Tony Stark's ultimate sacrifice. <laughs> I was like, okay, then. So there's that. <laughs> when when did you Google this? Because I, I, I'm going to remind you that I saw the movie and you knew when I saw the movie, you could have just asked me. It was and definitely I, after you saw the movie. I, I would not have spoiled it for you. I would have said, eh, you don't have to stay, but you could. The second thing was, um, I, it was Monday, the Monday after it came out, it was still a week from me seeing it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, someone at work walked by and he said, he was talking to someone else and he said, um, I don't really care that she died because she never got her own movie. So she doesn't really mean that much to me. <sighs> and I was like, okay, so black widow died. And then, um, then I went and got that guy fired. So 
It all worked out <laughs> fine because I'm allowed to fire one person. Everybody gets one fire. Everybody so gets like, one. I was like, you. you uh, yeah, um, I. I yeah. was very lucky in that, uh, and you know, dutiful that I, I did not like our our the biggest concern for me because I saw it on Sunday, mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, there's a couple of days where I'm just totally not going to be on the internet. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and not do it. Um, and I was saying, you know, that, that part didn't bother me. I was okay with that. Um, I, I, I think we all knew something was going to happen with Iron Man and Captain America. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it was their time. Yeah. Um, I, 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 we, we, we went, um, and again, like I initially I bought tickets for Friday and then my wife remembered that uh, her roller derby team had a jello wrestling night that we absolutely had to go to. We've been planning it for a really long time. And so it was like, well, we can't mm-hmm. go on Friday now. So so then I moved it to uh, Saturday, to which we realized we also couldn't do. <laughs> so then I finally saw it on Sunday. Thankfully, Fandango, really good about that sort of thing. Very yeah, easy to do. there. Yeah. Um, the, I, w- I was very, very excited to, now the only other problem was, is that I was still, I figuring this stuff out. I was still doing it three weeks in advance and I still could only get, you know, it, it like we went to a Marcus theater, a little plug for Marcus here, all of our, all of our listeners, Marcus, you owe us about negative five cents for this ad. <laughs> um, but, uh, I don't think there's a bad seat in one of those houses. Uh, mm-hmm. They got those those big reclining uh, leather chairs. We were sitting second row, uh, like the you know they're they're in twos, so two from the center. And I still I felt like it was a fantastic viewing experience. So okay. um, I saw it in IMAX. Oh, um, there there you go. There's not a bad bad no, scene. In the house it was either. it was it was great. Except the the IMAX at the uh, Showplace in Cherville, the Showplace sixteen. Uh-huh. The IMAX is like, I, I assume, because they I think they converted, at some point they converted a regular room to an IMAX room. Yes, and I'm I, pretty positive that's all they did. The chairs in there are like the oldest chairs in the building. Oh, really? And so like the, like the cushions were basically worn down. I assume that this room is going to slowly be upgraded over time because it's the... I think it's the only room at this AMC where you where you get um, reserved seating. Okay. And I assume they're eventually going to replace it with the uh, with the nice comfy chairs that you get at pretty much every any other AMC uh-huh. um, these days. So, but they, these were like the old chairs, um, and they were, they were fairly uncomfortable. And I definitely, uh, even though I peed when I got into the theater, I still <laughs> really had to pee at the end of this movie, and I I, I feel like I can blame the chairs. Partly for probably, that, probably, probably for just so. not letting I, my bladder chill out. I, uh, I, I did the, you know, I was like, okay, I'm not drinking anything. I went to the, <laughs> went to the bathroom before we left the house. I was like, I'm not drinking anything. <laughs> I'm not missing a second of this film. Uh, and I did good. I did, I did fine. Um, no potty breaks for me. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so okay. So let's let's so kind of. I want to say something real quick. Yeah, please. First off, the context of this movie, when it was first announced in like 2014, it was called Infinity War Part 2. 
Right. Because it was Infinity War Part 1 and then Infinity War Part 2. I read an article that said basically just about up until the end of production on it, which was, you know, like a year ago, Mm -hmm. uh, they had always planned to actually call it Infinity Gauntlet. Interesting. So it was going to be Infinity War and then Infinity Gauntlet. Right. And uh, it wasn't until they didn't say what made them change their minds, but... Uh, basically, at the last minute, they decided that Endgame was a better name. So they, it was Benedict Cumberbund, obviously. Yeah, Cumberbund did. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all. That's all I wanted to say about that. Um, I, I will say I only cried once. Um, from from the, <laughs> from beginning, the beginning until the end. Until the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I and I, surprisingly, my wife. I feel at points she was more emotional than I was. Yeah, <laughs> I this mean, was this was a rough. This was a rough movie to get through. And I would say, I mean, it's it's rough and and also uplifting and and like there were there were moments, you know. This I guess we should get into the the nitty gritty of this, but there were moments where it was like I was so in awe that I was actually in a theater watching this. You know what I mean? Like there were mo- I was like, I can't like the 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 little eight year old kid who got mocked for. <laughs> <laughs> like in comic books, it, w- it was total vindication. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, I was right the whole time. I was right. It is so good. <laughs> you know, I, like, we all knew everybody's coming back. Like, because that's how comic books work, right? So at right, the end of right. Infinity War, there's the big, there's the snap and half the life on everywhere goes away. Um and we all knew they were coming back somehow. We just didn't know how. Uh, the right. Russo brothers had done a really good job of putting out disinformation. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. at the very beginning, everyone's like, well, it's going to be time travel. And then they're like, oh, it's going to be the time stone. And then they put they they released that photo of the case that has the, the barf, you know, Tony's alternate, his uh, uh-huh. augmented reality thing. And people were like, oh, no, they're not going back in time. They're just reliving their memories and stuff, and it turned out that that was put out specifically to throw people into other yep. conspiracies. And it was like, it was really good. It was it was genius, mm-hmm. genius. Um, so the <clears throat> uh, so that that was pretty fascinating. I thought, and I don't trust them at all from you know from now on. But the <laughs> the thing the thing that got me was that what I wasn't expecting was just how much they were going to portray of how the how the world changed after the snap right doing the doing i don't want to get too far ahead but doing the five-year jump and Mm -hmm. showing that like basically like for some people their lives actually got better and for some for a lot of people their lives got a lot worse right and everyone's like super depressed and there's like everybody's just beaten like they are literally beaten worse than i've ever seen in any superhero anything they are beaten and it's Mm -hmm. And it's like, and it's not just the it's not just the heroes, you know. Like they 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 do those those big sweeping sequences of of what the world looks like, mm-hmm. like ships just filling up uh, yeah. the 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 bay. And there's just not and, enough people. There's not right. enough people to even clean up stuff, right? You know, and, and it's <clears throat> you know they they had this no you know Thanos had this notion that it was it was gonna go like magic and, and it was, but you know, <laughs> you know, like it was like, everything's better now. Cause, cause now you have twice as much stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, that isn't 
what we needed. Right. <laughs> and again, somebody pointed out a long time ago, uh, they may, maybe it was even you, Brian. Um, mm-hmm. But was somebody somebody was like, yeah, well, I thought it was good because I didn't think about it. It's one of those one of those like, oh, why didn't I ever think of it that way? But, you know, Thanos equally could have just made things more plentiful. Mm-hmm. The the gauntlet has the power to go both ways. It, it can do whatever you want it to do. And so he could have just made everything more plentiful. He could have fixed it that way. But but he him being Thanos was like, nope, kill off half. <laughs> right. Um, all no, right, I think so, it stems from before he had the gauntlet, all he could do was kill. Right. You know, right. and he got it in his head that that's the plan. I, I just need to be able to do what I've been doing on a larger scale. Exactly. Um, so it, it, the, it makes sense, but. I was getting to a point, though, and I forgot what that point is already. But Well, um, we're going to go through oh, the whole thing. No, I, so this, this was the point I was getting at. Uh-huh. Um, I think what made this movie so difficult to watch at times was that it was like this this was showing the heroes in a situation of like it doesn't matter if they have their powers or not yeah like they're just people now like they could have right. they could have the power all the power in the world and they're powerless like it, well, it doesn't and, matter and again i thought that that was a really interesting scene that they they do pretty early on with cap and the uh the support, the support group, group. Mm-hmm. and 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 again, it's not like Steve Rogers was really ever a secret identity or anything, but he was just talking so frankly with these guys like, well, I went into the ice back and, you know, you know what I mean? And and he, he just like was was talking about it like he was talking to the Avengers, but it was just a random group of guys, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just like, man, that it's so weird, you know, <laughs> because you, you're so you're expecting these guys are supposed to be like demigods, you know, they're yeah. above us. But but in this situation, they're not. They're with us, you know. So, OK, so let's get into it. Yeah. Opening of the movie. The movie opens quickly. Like, I, I don't know about how it was at your theater. We had some some trailers. Yeah, we had but, a lot. You we know, had the usual tons of trailers. With the, the But I felt like the trailers for this, were, it was like the theater always has their trailers and then the movie has trailers. It, like, didn't go into the movie's trailers. It was like the theater, tra la 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 la, hooray! And then it was just like, oh fuck, it's happening. We're watching it. <laughs> no, we didn't have that. We had like eight trailers. For... <laughs> um, and and again, you know, like we, it starts off with just punching you right in the fucking gut. We watch Hawkeye lose his whole family. God, that was. And it was like, and you knew it was going to happen. Like you're bracing right, for right. it, you know. You know, and I was thinking maybe, maybe one of them. Maybe the daughter, maybe, you know, something. But it's like, no, of course not, because he's got to become Ronan and start being a murder, murder guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, Captain Murderface. Captain Murderface. It would have been much funnier if he had, like, a kid on his back or something. But, um, you know, it, you know, sorry, my cat is mowing. I don't know if it's pick, Mike is picking it up, so sorry yeah. about that. No, um, not, I don't think so. Anyway, but... Um, so it's it's it gives you that instant of like, yep, you wanted to know where he was. <laughs> House arrest. Ha <laughs> ha. And then it's like, nope, now his family is gone. On a side note, um, I, I can't 
I, I can never remember the actress's name, but the the lady who plays his wife mm-hmm. uh, is also the voice of Wendy on uh, Gravity Falls, and I can't hear her voice without thinking of Wendy. So that was a weird thing to, for me. I was gonna look uh, that up in the cast here, but there's like a hundred thousand right. people. Her in the name cast. is like Linda something with a C. I don't know. Anyway, something C O M E T H. Um, so yeah. Okay. So gut punch right away. You had to watch. And I mean, like, and again, like I'm sure it hits us a little harder. People with kids that, that notion where you're just like, just, just that, that notion of I, my kid was right here and now they're not. Yeah. That, you, I, know? you know, it's weird. Like you would think that people would just have like a general empathy for family going away, but I actually read some reviews where people were just like, I don't understand why Tony Stark was so hung up on not having his daughter be erased. And it's like, guys. <laughs> guys, yeah. I mean, I the, the second that the kid, well, okay, back up. Yeah, we're, I know, back it up, back it up. We'll get there. We're jumping all around. Um, all right, so Hawkeye, um, he he gets his, uh, his family taken away. It's very sad. Uh, then I believe uh, the synopsis that I'm reading really glazes over the beginning of the movie. So we're going to kind of dig in a little deeper here. So then we, we kind of, we show up, we see Tony and Nebula and Nebula. We, again, the character growth is wonderful and remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, Nebula, who you, you saw a lot of her, her, her character growing in guardians too. Um, but and you know to an extent in uh, uh, Infinity War, but uh, but like when he tries to to give her some of the food, and she just pushes it back at him, you're just like, oh Nebula, you're a good guy now. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I was not ready for for uh, frail Tony. Yeah, man. I I you know because we had seen that scene. You know, that scene was in the trailers and he did not look like that in the trailers. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, oh, they they reversed Steve Rogers. <laughs> yeah, probably got wonder, the same kid. <laughs> I wonder how much of that was him uh, Christian bailing and how much of that. Was I don't CGI. know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Because they're so damn good with it now. I, know. Not, I couldn't tell you. He could he could have not even been in the uh, movie. Probably now. <laughs> There, there's a great interview with him. Um, I don't know, one of the Jimmies, but uh, he, he uh, one, of the, one of the Hollywood Jimmies. He uh, he was talking about Civil War, and he's like, you know, once that closes, I'm not there. <laughs> I, I liked watching you all run around on the tarmac, but I wasn't there. <laughs> um, um, j- uh, jumping back real quick, did you know uh-huh. that? Uh, Clint calling his daughter Hawkeye is the only time they've said Hawkeye in any of these movies. I I read that somewhere. I did not know it at the time. I never paid any attention to that. But um, they you know they do a lot of stuff like that where they're like, well, Hawkeye is kind of silly. Let's not say it out loud. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Get on the poster. Put Hawkeye on the poster, but not not in the movie. So, um, so then you know we're you know. We're thinking they're going to die. And it's like, obviously, they're not going to die right now. Um, and I, I I will say this. This one was was one of the most obvious plot point. I was like, OK, this is probably what's going to happen. And it did. But mm-hmm. it was still cool to see. So, this, yeah. Was, yeah. OK, so there um, th- there was some confusion about 
uh, Captain Marvel showing up and rescuing them uh, that I think um, it actually makes some sense when you consider the after credit scene from Captain Marvel. Right. Now, I, also, did you know, this is a little side side note, did you know that uh, Brie Larson had no idea that that's what happened in that after credit scene? Was she, she, was not, a, she, she was, was on a she was on a green screen. Yeah, she I was figured. on a green screen, and she, they just said, "We're going to do a camera whip. The camera's going to whip at you, and once it whips, you're just going to be like, where's Fury?' And you're that's whip it. Whip it good. <laughs> and, yeah. and she's like, "I once I saw the movie, I found out I was meeting the Avengers. <laughs> so I thought I, that was pretty funny. Yeah, I had a suspicion of that, and they, I'm sure while they were filming uh, this movie, they were just like. Uh, everybody turn around and look over there and uh, pre- just pretend Captain Marvel's standing there. <laughs> right, right. <clears throat> but so basically the scene, the unseen from uh, they didn't pull like a, a Winter Soldier on this one and just use a scene from a different movie. But right. uh, the, the uncredited scene from Captain Marvel is not in this movie. It basically what you can assume happened is the pager contacted Captain Marvel and she she came to Earth first and then they said we have people on Titan. Yeah, they were on Titan. And so and assuming she was that, like, hold my beer. Yeah. Assuming that they were flying the Benatar in a straight line to earth. If she flew in a straight line to Titan, she'd probably come across them. Plus, I mean, she's obviously a don't move in these movies. So that's all <laughs> she, but she's a space character. She does a lot of space travel, right? She's, you know, she, space, she, she, she makes it, uh, she space makes it radar. pretty well known that she is, you know, policing a lot of different areas. So she's, I imagine she's probably yeah, she's the got top Novacore connection, you know. Her There's connection. no more Novacore, Pat. Thanos destroyed Novacore. Other Novacore, you know, the one that where the one Novacore member survived. The one where, there's just the one where Dick Ryder's got all Dick the... Dick Ryder, he's just... He's, he's got all just, the Novacore in his head. He's in there. He's in one big room, but he's helping because he's the Novacore now. Um, in I'm brightest hoping. day... In, no, um... <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is Nova Corps. Avengers Blackest um, Night. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Could have been. Um, so what's our running time right now? Because <laughs> we're not even like five minutes into the movie. We are a half hour into the podcast uh, and we are like one minute into the movie. <laughs> so let's speed this up a little. So, okay. Carol so, saves so back. Tony and Nebula. And again, like I, I was uh, this part. I was not expecting. I was totally expecting them to be like, "Man, we lost everything, but we still have each other." <laughs> but, but Tony was just like, "Fuck you, Cap. <laughs> I'm really frail. Fuck y'all. Bye." Yeah, it was, <laughs> and, and, it was, and it was very just, Tony. It it was, but it was not. It was not expected. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was just like, "Wait, what?" You can't no. <laughs> and he just he just went. He left. Um and then well, we he, had he you know, passed out and went to the hospital. Well, right, right. Um and then I also I, I thought there was there was kind of a throwaway. I'm wondering if there was something in a I'm I'm really excited to see the six and a half hour director's cut <laughs> oh, that I'm sure exists. Um uh, but you know, he was just like he like took his chest piece off all fumbly and was like, You put that on Thanos and then run. I don't I I assume it was supposed to lead to something later, but it didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um like was, it, so, was he saying like it's gonna be a bomb or something? Right. Or? That, I, I no assumed idea. he spent his time tinkering 
with his arc reactor to try and kill Thanos if he ever got the chance again. Uh, but we'll never know. That didn't end up panning out. No, that didn't happen in this timeline. Uh, right, right. Um, hey, Pat, let me know when it's time for me to complain about timelines. We'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. Because I also have, I, I assume you, you're much more nuanced with the, uh, the, the time travel stuff. But I have a uh, headcanon that fixes every problem I have. Okay. So, well, I don't, but um, I, I, let maybe me just we'll say, get... uh, I have still yet to see a movie that can state how its internal uh, uh, mechanics work with time travel and then manages to stick to its own declaration. <laughs> But we'll get there I when knew, we get there. I knew this was going to be something with you. I knew after watching the movie, I was like, Brian's going to have some problems. I know. It's, um, it, it didn't. Um, I still enjoyed the movie greatly. And right, it, it, right. I was able to just be like, you know what? Just whatever. It's fine. We'll just, they fixed it. It's fine. Just, we'll just right. go with it. Just go with it. You never know what's going to happen in the future. Anyway. Here's so, the thing. Before yes. I forget, before I forget Pat. How crazy are the events of these two movies if you're someone living on a different planet that never interacts with any of these people? Right, right. And you're like, just like, oh, my God, half of everyone just got dusted. What and, the fuck are we going to do? And then five years and later, they're, like, they're just like, we're back. Yeah. It's like, and then like your scientists are like, was there a plague? Like, <laughs> how do we defend against this happening again? Like, you know, this is ridiculous. This is literally unheard of. And then, we get like, reverse plagued, everyone's back. Yeah, like five years, everyone's moved on with their lives, you know? Like five years is a long time. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, all well, the dust turned back into people. And you're just like, holy. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think we need like a Disney-specific show that just explains <laughs> like, hey, what what happened on, uh, you know, Snarfblat world? Yeah, maybe we'll get that. You never know. Um. All right, so let's jump forward a hair, uh, and uh, five basically years. <laughs> that was a big gratuitous. <laughs> it was. It was. It was just like the movie is already three hours long, guys. Do we really yeah. need five years later? This like, card is done. <laughs> it it shows the five, and you're like, oh my god, it's five years later. Right. right. It can't be five. It's like the time between each word. They literally show, if you haven't seen it, you, you weirdos who are listening, this, it says five. <laughs> and then like a year goes by and it says years. <laughs> and then another year goes by and it says later. And you're just like, you know, like you see the five and you're like, oh, my God, five years later. Right. It's not like five minutes later. It can't be five right. minutes. It's got to be five years. <laughs> they, and then it says they would years. make a title card for five minutes later. <laughs> you definitely have time to have all of these thoughts right. while the time and card and that's, and that's is five years, And you're like. Okay, we're going to the future, though, right? In it's not going to be five years yeah. earlier, or is it five, five years later? Five years later? adjacent. <laughs> so, yeah, so I anyway. had no time moved that way. Uh, <laughs> five years later, as it turns so, out, we find out eventually. Right. Um, but actually, we should state, because I believe it happens prior to the five-year jump. Um, oh, yeah, it does. Right, directly we, prior we to pretty the five-year jump. Yeah. Uh, the, the Avengers, with the help of Captain Marvel, are like, Fuck yeah, man. We know where he's at. Yeah, because Nebula we'll get knows this where motherfucker. he's at. Right. Nebula's like, yep. He, oh, he always had the same thing. Nebula always talks like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so they hop in their, <laughs> their little uh, the space quick jet. Uh, oh, do they get it? Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, that's, that's so, the Guardian ship, the Benatar. 
they hop in the Benatar. They they fly off to the garden where, where I'm sure they gave a name. I don't, I don't think they did. The thing, but whatever. Thanos's house. Um, and they show up, and Thanos is just like, "Fuck you guys, I hate you." And they're like, "Oh yeah, well, we hate you more. Give us the stuff." Oh, where are the stones, Thanos? And Thanos is like, "Da da 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 da." da. <laughs> so they so they had said that. Um, when he used the stones on Earth during the snap, it released right. a huge wave of energy, and that they had detected had the same wave. What? Because the universe is all half off, half off, buddy. <laughs> right. Well, uh, all those people. Thanos be... is just Thanos is actually just a really great salesperson. <laughs> the energy had to go somewhere. Um, wasn't that a plot in Decimation? I know they. In the MCU, they want to call this event the Decimation, but no one calls it that. They call it the Snap. Um, in in Decimation, when they did No More Mutants, wasn't there a thing that was like all the all the mutant powers had to go somewhere, so they all turned into like an energy cloud of evil or something? I don't. Remember. I don't remember. I didn't read any of that. So. But anyway, then they detect a another one on this planet, and so they're like, okay, well, he's definitely there, and he just used the the stones right. again. Now, here's my question: mm-hmm. Could the fact that there was a giant wave of energy that spread across the planet uh, mean there's going to be some mutants. I there I would say possibly, but I would say more likely, and we're gonna we'll there's more likely a different explanation for that, and we'll talk about that later on. Okay, promise. All right, so they go um, to the garden world. Go to the garden world. Find out that Thanos shit the stones out somewhere. They're they're all gone. Yeah, they're gone. They're um, atomized, and he's out picking his prickly pears. Right. Uh, being a schlub. Because mm. he's just like, yep, job well done. I'm going to retire to my garden ranch. <laughs> just eat my, oh, these aren't ripe. Blah. Guardian's joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was the same kind of fruit. But anyway, um, long story short, he don't get the stones. Thor says, oh, yeah? Cuts his head clean off. It's just like, I went for the head. But he, he, it could have sounded really badass, but you could tell he was sad. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that I actually really liked about that was they, unlike past Thanos, who comes back later, um, <clears throat> this Thanos, and we don't know about past Thanos yet when you're watching the movie, but Thanos was a man of principle it turned out that he was just like right. no nah, i i got the ultimate power in the universe and i knew that uh, it was just a temptation to do more so i destroyed them at great personal cost to myself right he obviously injured himself very very much doing so yeah um, he was a, in the end he was a man of principle a well mass and, and again, murderer on a ridiculous scale <laughs> right but a man of principle to to be fair, that was that's always been well within his character. Yeah, you know, absolutely. In in all these movies, now you didn't understand or know his motivations early on, um, but it, you know, it, it was just very clear that he is just he's in it to accomplish his goal. He believe in any good supervillain believes his goal to be right and just. Mm-hmm. You know, he is not doing it to be a bad guy. He thinks he's helping. In right. his really fucked up way. Right. Um, and he's also got a temper. They always got a temper. But anyway, um, so they they kill him. He's dead. 
that's when the exceedingly long five years later the movie could have been half an hour shorter if it wasn't for that card. You know, um, you know when they release the six-hour director's cut, that the five years later is going to be like six times longer. They're going to just do F, I, V. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so five years later, we get the we get to see who is the hero of the film. Oh yes, the the hero, the hero. Without saved whom the multiverse, nothing could exist in mm-hmm. in the Marvel. We would have no more Marvel MCU if it wasn't for Master Johnny Splinter. the Rat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Master Splinter. Your yours is better. I like it. Right. Um, so a a random rat. Uh, probably one of hundreds at this point has crawled over the the uh, the MacGuffin and yeah. and a the sound mixer that's in the uh, Ant Man van the Ant van. I wonder how many rats set off the. <laughs> but this one happened to turn the switch, and Scott Lang came back. Um, now, first of all, I do want to I want to say right off the top. Of the like the new the new kids that have come out of the Avengers, Paul Rudd has always been one of my favorite actors. And I love, love, love his Ant-Man. When I first heard about the movie coming out, I was pretty disappointed that it wasn't Hank Pym. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that it has come out, I I don't even care about Hank Pym anymore. <laughs> yeah, Ant- Ant-Man, I don't want to get into the history of it too much, but you know, like there was the whole Edgar Wright thing and right. everything and like and we all assumed it was going to end up being terrible, but it turned out just basically being like just standard Marvel comedy type heist show. I, I thought it was, movie, I thought it was, it was slightly no, it was above standard, but well, yeah, it, it, it was definitely good. I mean, standard Marvel is pretty good, but right. Um, the, the thing that got me about um, Ant-Man in this movie is that he's typically like the funny character, but you don't really see him do comic relief in in this op- in these opening scenes with him right. because he's right. just he's beside himself having yeah. arrived in this world five years later and seeing that everything is wrong you know and his yeah. daughter and is I, now five years older and well and that, I mean that part again that was just like oh and then I like halfway through it I remembered wait they cast an older version of his daughter she's okay because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I can't watch another kid I can't do it stop it it hurts um. So, you know, that was, again, a really good uh, story arc for, for him. You know, we get seeing his older kid uh, and then the the whole, you know, bringing us up to almost up to speed with what we had really seen the meat of the trailers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. at this point, they did a really good job. You know, I the only thing I wish they hadn't done, they ha- they should have not shown us those. Uh, time travel suits because I obviously at that point we're like well okay they're doing they're they're going somewhere (laughs) they're not just going to space or something I'm sure they're probably doing time travel but all the predictions um, were like if you watch you know like the quote-unquote analysis of the trailers they were like they definitely go to space two times because they go to space once and they fight Thanos and they lose and then they'll go to space again in the fancy new suits and they'll fight his army and they'll win and, I, and, I'm, uh, and it's I mean, the fancy it was, new suits, obviously. It was a good guess, but it was win. completely wrong. Right. And uh, it was, I think the, the trailers were specifically um, 
The trailers were specifically shot together. There might even be a shot of them in the Benatar in the time travel suits in one it of the trailers. Be. I would I'd have, have to, to go back and look. look but... but the the trailers are very clearly cut together to give you the impression that they are not time travel suits, but that they are spacesuits. Right. Even though it seems pretty clear that they're Ant-Man suits, even from the trailers. Right, right. You know. exactly. Um, I, 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 dev, I, I didn't know if they were... I, I assumed because that was the first theory that I read that I was like, oh, that sounds that sounds right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I the just the notion that they needed these to go into space, I thought was silly. Right. You know, Hulk Hulk went to space in pants, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So anyway, um, five years later. Scott Scotty Lang shows up at the Avengers compound. Um, well, before that happens, so we we catch up with uh, Black Widow, and she's basically um, trying to coordinate the remaining heroes who still want to do heroing right. as she they try shield. and save the world. Yeah, exactly. And everybody's just like, "Look, uh, we're we're dealing with small time stuff. Like the biggest threat is uh, Hawkeye going rogue." basically like, <laughs> right right there's no other threats going like this is an unprecedented like half the population goes away and all the villains are like okay guys let's just take it easy let's well, not all do the any villains villaining didn't get for snapped. five years yeah exactly <laughs> you know there there was definitely some convenient snapping um we'll get into that a little later too but um in any case she's obviously you know they i was waiting for them to put it out there and i'm kind of glad they didn't um, but it's obviously implied she's still trying to make up for that red in her ledger. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She's she's always that's that's like one of her defining character traits is that she's always trying to atone for her past sins. Um, and this is all she can think to do is to just keep heroing mm -hmm. ever whatever she needed to do, you know. Um, so I at this point, we see Carol with her. Awesome haircut. <laughs> mm -hmm. The new, uh, the haircut from the newer comics. Yep. So super cool. Got got her all caught up. <laughs> um, you know, we get, uh, we get rocket is, is around. Cause he's there, got nothing uh, else to do. The, I, I, the, some of the scenes that just kept the crying coming was early, early on when they do get back with, uh, with Tony and Nebula and Rocket and Nebula just sit and Rocket oh, just like yeah. just like pats her hand or something. And I'm just like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Again, like it was just a constant stream of 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 very manly, <laughs> very manly <laughs> tears and light sobs throughout the whole movie. Um, so <laughs> we're not even denting this movie. Um, all right. So. After we kind of catch up, we, you know, Ant-Man shows up. He's all like, time travel. I think we could do it. Let's try it. Let's do it. Who are we going to get? Then we, we cut to Tony. And Tony, as Tony does, somehow came out of this situation, <laughs> dipped in shit but smelling like a rose. Mm -hmm. He got a quiet family life. Which is what he said he wanted in Age of Ultron. Right. And it, I mean, it, buy a cabin it, was, like Bartonhead. it was beautiful and I, it makes it all the harder <laughs> later, but 
his daughter is fucking adorable. Like the, you know, him coming out. And I, again, like, I don't know how much, uh, like press stuff you ever watch, but I, I love watching these guys interact in real life, like the actors and everything because Robert Downey Jr. is not acting in these movies. <laughs> like he, he might not be the smartest man in the world, like Tony Stark, but every mannerism, every inflection are actually Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> uh, and, and it, it is, it is magical in that way that he, he was able to, to give us this character. Um, and so he, he goes out and, and tells his, his daughter that lunch is ready. And she responds with a repulsor <laughs> blaster on her hand and a helmet on her head. Uh, and it, it, she's like, define lunch. You have five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. Um, and although my daughter has not seen the movie yet, uh, I started doing it. And so now she does it. And so she tells me she loves me 3000 all the time. Oh, so God. I, I love it. Um, I did it once. She does it every night now. <laughs> um, so <laughs> his his life is is more or less perfect, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know you can you it's Tony. It's Tony. You knew that the second that there was a problem, you know he was going to throw it all in. Yep. So he can't not. Right. He is he is burdened with knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not the only one burdened with knowledge. <laughs> Although I was hoping for more of a payoff for that line. Yeah, it didn't pay off at all. It, well, there was a, there was a little, you know, because no. he obviously okay. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We'll get to it in a minute or an hour. I don't know. Um, so basically, they get there. They they say, "Hey, Tony, what's up? Time travel? Huh? Back to the future? No." <laughs> Tony's like, "Get out of my house or have lunch. One of the two. And so they leave. Um, they they leave, and then Tony instantly is like. I figured out time travel. <laughs> it took me about six minutes. Right. I, I, I ran some simulations and I figured out time travel. God. <laughs> I said, Friday, can we really do time travel? And she was like, sure thing, boss. <laughs> yeah, you got it, boss. And that was it. <laughs> um, so basically after that, uh, they do they, they grab Hulk. They grab Hulk next, right? And, uh, and we, get a, we get a brief shot, I think, um, of uh captain america at a um uh support group i think that's before that's before the time travel thing yeah um that that was a that was a cool scene he was basically like doing what falcon used to do Mm -hmm. and just just hanging out um yes i think then uh, they go and grab oh you know what they do they uh yeah after after tony they go to the hulk because tony has refused to do it he hasn't yet cracked the code he's refused to do it so they go to banner and he's he is now merged with the hulk and he's professor hulk and uh he's got some cool outfits (laughs) he does now i love professor hulk but i i have i have the caveat is that he can't stay that way forever if he does, then the character is all but useless to me. <laughs> yeah, like he's got to, he's got to have something happen where he's like, Oh no, sometimes I'm professor Hulk and sometimes I'm Hulk Hulk. He'll come uh, out of it. He'll but come out uh, of it eventually. I, Oh, I, I did want to mention, 
they always do. Um, in the the Captain America uh, support group scene, um, there were two cameos uh, mm-hmm. that oh, I yeah, did not right. know yeah. um, until later. So, you know, they were pointed out and I was like, oh, that's neat. Um, one was um, I always screw up names. Is it Jim Starlin? Yeah, Jim Starlin, creator Jim Starlin of Thanos. Created Thanos, and uh, and then uh, one of the Russo brothers. Yeah, I think it was Joe. Um, I think it was Joe Russo as the, the the groundbreaking first gay character in a Marvel movie, officially gay. Well, you know, so, whatever. I mean, boy, they sure uh, they sure tried. <laughs> groundbreaking, yeah. whatever. Um, more power to them. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I should clear. I should clarify. <laughs> I'm not the, upset that there's a gay character in, in in there, but the the fact that they're like we put in a gay character, yeah, the, for the, a the, fraction of a second. The press around this was right. way more than the actual scene warranted. Right. It's great that they did it, but it yeah. I, it would have been much better if uh, if we had just been watching the movie and we're like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. That was just kind of there. That was just part of exactly. it. Like exactly. Like they they really advertised that. So, but uh, yeah. The, the the action is great. The the, the uh, aftermath is, bleak. but um, anyway, we we get some nice uh, Professor Hulk moments. I really like. Um, I like that his voice. There's still a little. Yeah, it's a little he's, lower. Like, he's doing a little bit of the Hulk, but not full Hulk. But just just like, hey guys, yeah, I'm Professor Hulk now. <laughs> Everybody say green, you know, mm-hmm. um, which again, uh, it was really nice for the character like that. That was one of those, um, you know, they, they had been talking about it for a long time. They can't make Hulk movies because they're not marketable, apparently. And Universal still has a stake in them, I believe. Um, and so if they were to make one universal would a make a bunch of money off of it for no good reason. And B they would, could be like, well, no, we're going to do it like this. And it has to tie into our dark universe, universal monsters and you know, all that kind of garbage. Um, and so what they did instead is they gave Hulk a hidden movie that spanned over Thor Ragnarok, infinity war and Endgame. Mm-hmm. So they gave him basically a good character arc. He his character had a whole journey and he grew and came out a different character at the end, um, which was really cool. I, I, I like that. I would have liked a regular old Hulk movie. I like Hulk. But yeah, I think the um, yeah, I do like that. The, the five years later thing was able to give us like we're just going to jump to their bleakest moments, basically. Right. But, the unfortunate side effect of that is a lot of people are just like, yeah, you guys remember all that crazy shit that happened over the last five years? Well, <laughs> now, here you, we are now. <laughs> like, you know, I, I read, I don't, cause I don't follow it, but um, I hear that agents of shield, the new season is going to take place in year two. Oh, cool. Cool. So we will get some filling, you <laughs> yes. know, I haven't been watching um, the show. Yeah, like I said, I, I don't know anything about the show. I watched like five episodes of the first season before I, I, I just oh, I, stopped. I saw off. a lot of it. I think I saw the first four seasons, maybe. Well, you're not that far Three behind. Four seasons. You could you could catch up if you wanted. I could I could probably pretty easily catch um, up. Okay, so <clears throat> the the kids home. the kids who come and request a photo, I think are the Russo brothers' nieces and nephews or something like that. Uh, They're also cameos. I forget who they are. I like that. And, you know, I loved Ant-Man. Like, I'm Ant-Man. Do you want my yeah. picture? 
Does, does he say fuck? I think. <laughs> he, he, might, he says he might something. Mouth it. Yeah. He says something that it was like, you just say that to kids. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> Tony anyway. Stark's daughter got to say shit a few times. Right. <laughs> she did. Um, so speaking of Tony Stark, so they first they they go back to the to the Avengers hangar. Mm-hmm. Um and they they're like, all right, Bruce is like, all right, I think I can do this. We're gonna try it. So they they get Ant Man in a time suit, <laughs> and they shoot time at him or something <laughs> through him. I believe is what they decided later. Right. But uh, they don't send him through time. They sent time through him, uh, and made him a baby and an old man <laughs> and regular Paul Rudd. And at the end, he delivered a wonderfully comical line about someone peed my pants. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was young me or old me or me, me. <laughs> you know, this scene, it occurred to me later, was a, a brilliant, um, a th- it's a thing dropped in there that if they ever decided to in the future, they could undo one of the ramifications of this movie using this technique, which also, I, I would also add. Right, right. They have time travel now. Like the time travel doesn't go away at the end of this movie. And it's I, true. I am always a little bit wary whenever, uh, like, it happened in Star Trek on, like, a hundred different occasions where they found a new way to time travel. And on Star Mm -hmm. Trek, it got to the point where they have a division of Starfleet that's just in charge of investigating temporal issues from people time traveling (laughs) too much. Uh Uh-huh. And I I feel like that's probably a thing that they're going to need at some point, because it's like... I mean, you guys got time travel now. You could, hey, you need, you need, you know, Iron Man again. Just go back to, you know, go back to a few years ago and grab him real quick and then put him back when right. you're done. Like, apparently right. that works. I mean, that's that, that it, it opens up uh, a Pantera's box. <laughs> <laughs> There's one Pantera's box you do not want to open. Um, and, and it is, it, it I doubt they're going to, it's like any comic book. I mean, that's, that's at the end of the day, you got to remember what these are based on. This technology will be forgotten in the next movie. They're they'll only bring it up when they have to. There'll be some like the next Avengers movie in a few years. There'll be like a reference to it. And they'll be like, no, no, we can't do that. Or they'll be like, oh no, we disassembled that. It's too, the PIM particles are, are all out or what have you. Anyway. So, Tony Stark shows up after they <laughs> screw with Scott Lang for a while uh, and says, hey, guys, I know what you're doing wrong and I can fix it. Um, they, you know, him and, and Cap have their moment. Um, now, again, I want to I want to highlight this moment because uh, there were people who had questions about the end. And I'm just going to highlight this and we can get back to it at the end. But he says, he says, oh, here you go, and hands uh, Steve another shield mm-hmm. and basically says, I only have a few more of these laying around. <laughs> mm-hmm. So just just FYI, there's not one. There's yeah. not just one shield. So anyway, we'll we'll keep going after that. Um, so basically, they, you know, they go to work at this point. We we meet Ronan, who I, I'll say this way more badass than Hawkeye always. <laughs> oh yeah. That's kind <laughs> when of the he, point. When he showed up, uh, it was it new Avengers where he showed up the first time or was it before yeah, that? Yeah, that was new Avengers. So, 
Um, New Avengers was a fantastic book, guys. If you have the opportunity, read it. It's awesome. I don't know if it's. I doubt it's still going, but the the oh, one no, that that, <clears throat> uh, that happened back when we had the comic shop, say ten years ago or so, it was really good. I loved it. Um, scrolls and government conspiracies and all sorts of crazy cool shit. Um, so anyway. Uh, we get to see him Wolverine in action. was simultaneously on eight different teams. <laughs> yes, he was. Uh, way, way ridiculous side note. When I was reading my daughter her storybook tonight, uh, she asked me to do silly voices. And it was a Care Bears book. So I made Grumpy Bear uh, sound like Wolverine from the Pride of the X-Men. That's the grumpiest Wolverine we've ever had. It was the grumpiest, the grumpiest of Wolverine. Oh, that idea is stupid. He literally, he says that in the book. I don't know. He's like, that's a stupid idea. But that one's even stupider. So I'll do it. Anyway, it was a terrible book. It was written in the 80s. Um, the only, we're, the only coming way up, I... we're coming up on one hour of this podcast. All right, good. We're, we're about approximately up. six minutes into the movie now. <laughs> All right. Um, so Ronan, basically, he's just going out and killing any bad guys that are left. That is, they don't explicitly say that. But that's what he's doing. He's just out and he's killing. <laughs> yeah, there's there's the implied. I think he says it to the uh, to the Japanese gang leader or an implication of that. Basically, it's like good people disappeared because of the snap right. and bad people. Some bad people didn't. And he thinks that's unfair. So he's just killing all the remaining bad people. Doesn't matter. Like, I, I'm fairly certain if you spit your gum out in front of this guy, you're going to lose an eye. <laughs> You know, uh, he, he is he is hardcore, just often people um, to uh, to her wonderful credit. Uh, Black Widow just like s- kind of sneaks up on him, <laughs> watches mm-hmm. the whole murder spree uh, and then just like, hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. Killing a bunch uh, of people. Mm-hmm. You should you should come with us because because we we figured it out. Um, then after that, they're like, Hey, you know who else we need? We need Thor. <laughs> and so they go to new Asgard, which was teased in uh, Ragnarok, mm-hmm. uh, which is, it's fun that, you know, Asgard, new Asgard is on earth. And um, it's in uh Tonsberg, Norway. I think it was Norway. The I place so. where the, um, the, uh, the Tesseract was at the beginning of first Avenger. Right. Right. So it all comes together. Just so, coincidence, I'm sure. Of course. Um, so anyway, so yeah, they, they go there. They they go to retrieve Thor. Uh, they meet up with Valkyrie, which was just nice because you're like, yay, I love Valkyrie. I'm glad she's okay. We knew she was okay, but it's just nice to see her. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> then what was your first impression of Thor? So his okay. couch definitely had an impression in it. yeah so here's the thing when i saw uh what what did how did rocket like he was melting or something i don't remember <laughs> it looks uh, like melting ice cream yeah that's what it was so when i saw out of shape thor my first thought was okay so he he let himself go and we're playing it for laughs all right whatever um the the my my opinion of how they handled his, like, essentially his depression, 
mm-hmm. um, kind of changed throughout the movie. There were times when I was like, I don't really like how they're doing this. And in the end, I kind of settled on that. It was fine because of just the way it ended up. But I, I, Here, here's I thought what there were say. some points where I was like, we didn't really need to make that fat joke. I, I agreed. Mean, uh, to, to a point. I think it was okay. Speaking as a fat man, um, I, I, I'm I okay with this because there. have you seen the meme that's been going around? Because I did not – I did not pick this up in the film, but now I see that it, it really helps. <laughs> have you seen the meme though? No, you know what I'm talking about? What are you talking about? Um, so spoiler alert <laughs> for our pot for the, for our talking here, Thor gets, uh, Mew Mew back, mm-hmm. um, which means he's, he was still worthy. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter that he was depressed and out of shape and sad. He was still worthy. Right. And, and I that's... thought that was a really good <clears throat> message. Right. And so. Like Tony Stark's arc from uh, Avengers until now of him basically getting PTSD and then how he responded to that and his various reactions to different things, I thought was handled very well over these movies. The thing about Thor is, um, and I I saw some opinions from people who were like, this this was like basically Thor also gets PTSD and he's... um, like they just they just play it for laughs the whole time. It's complete. Like they just threw away all the goodwill that they uh, built up with with Tony's PTSD. And I thought, I'm I'm with you to a point in that they didn't really play it seriously all the time, but they did play it seriously a lot of the time. And also, Thor doesn't have PTSD. He's he has like a, de- a depression. Right. He's Thor not... is obviously very depressed. He, I mean, yeah. and with when rightfully and he's in so. Denial. Right. You know, like he's, but he's, he's being like, he's trying, he specifically himself is trying to deal with his problems through humor and stuff. And the other characters are kind of playing off of that. And especially Rocket, who doesn't give a shit. And he's just kind of a mean character. Um, the, when, when they went to, into the past and they go to the Thor, the dark world land, Mm -hmm. um, there's there's the part where Thor doesn't want to continue with the mission. And you're thinking like, come on, man, the, the entire like reality is on the line here. You can't get over your depression for a few minutes and just do this. But like you can't like that's not how depression works. And even Rocket right. like slaps him and he's like trying to tell him that like snap out of it. We got a mission here. And Thor literally just cannot with this right. until like because you can't just force someone to get you can't. You can't say like, well, like logically you can think to yourself like, okay, well, I just should stop being depressed. You know, right, I should just get right. happy. Yeah. But you can't do it. Like your brain just can't do that when you're truly depressed. That just doesn't yeah. work that way. But it's true. he has that conversation with his mom, which was, it was so nice to see uh, Rene Russo come back. <laughs> it that was, was so wasn't great. it? He has that conversation Unexpected. with his mom and it just kind of gets his mind on the right track. Right. You know? And then he does get Mjolnir back and realizes he's worthy. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the thing that kind of snaps him out of it. Like it's it wasn't just someone saying, like, hey, knock it off. Right. You know, it was it was an actual validation from two sources that he trusts, his mom and his enchanted hammer. Uh and and I thought that was really great. And I also really loved that it wasn't just like, I've got my hammer back, 
Like, as in the past, his hammer can, like, change his clothes and Yes, stuff I was like waiting that. for that, too. I was like, oh, don't, don't make him be buff Thor after he gets his hammer back. That's just yeah. going to ruin gonna, the whole if, thing. If they had done that, then I would have been like, okay, well, you know, if, if you're just saying, like, okay, well, yeah, you get fat when you're lazy and everything, and then when it's time to get down to business, it just goes away, then I would have been upset. But it wasn't. He he He's going to have to work at it. He's going to have to work yeah. out and eat healthy and all that stuff, and... And I thought you know, that like was great. His, his hammer you know? bearded his, it braided his beard. And that braided was it. his beard, yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, about it. And so I, about in it. the end, taking the whole arc as a whole, I thought it was handled well, and I was, I I was happy with it. I do too. Again, I, because like you said, I, I did feel like, and, and again, uh, you know, I went through a lot of depression when I was younger, and and you do, especially as, Someone in that, like, you know, people are, are going to mock you, you know, and it's it's a defense mechanism. Right. It's a defense mechanism and a, and a handy one to mock you first to to make light of it and, and you know, be like, ha ha ha, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's I, I, I did. I thought that they handled everything very well, to be honest. And like I said, once I. Well, once I saw the meme that put it together for me, I was like, oh, he was worthy. Oh, <laughs> you know, um, it, it just it made me uh, like the situation all the more. Um, I also I <laughs> I heard several uh, ladies in the theater talk about how uh, how much they liked his belly. <laughs> <laughs> Odd, but true. I'm not going to um, judge. That's fine. Right. You know, hey, whatever, whatever works. So. Um, anyway, uh, they, uh, God, we're, we're all over the place. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, they get Thor. He's been, he was they hanging get... out with Korg and playing Fortnite, which is still a game right. five years later. Cause there's not enough <laughs> game devs left to make a new game. Totes, totes. Um, so they go and they say, Hey everybody, we're going back in time. Um, they get in their DeLorean suits and they, so, they before each, they, they do they, that there's a scene where they explain how time travel works <laughs> and this was the point where i was like you guys are shooting yourselves in the foot if you explain exactly how time travel works then i am going to find the point where it doesn't follow your model and i'm going to be upset you should never explain to me how time travel works in your movies but they go out of their way to say no all those other time travel movies and they list a ton of them Yes. Those are all wrong. The the creators of this show actually consulted with uh like physicists and stuff to try and uh use like an actual theoretical model of time travel. Mm-hmm. And uh and <clears throat> the the model that they're using is fairly good. It's it's So what this, what I, are what are the rules? Tell us tell us the rules that they laid <laughs> out cuz I don't the, really remember the specifics. The rules that they laid out are whenever you travel back in time, you're not actually affecting your own past because you can't change your own past because it would lead to paradoxes. You're not changing your own past. You're creating a new branched timeline. Right. And you're existing in that timeline. And then when you return to the present, you're returning to your original timeline. That's, that's what they, that's what they laid out. Right. That, that makes, that makes the most sense in any, in my understanding. And Brian and I have talked about, 
time travel and time travel theories since we were like 13 years old, mm-hmm. that's always been the one that I've held to as as the one that makes the most sense. Yes, and I was um, I was really happy to see them go with this, um, but they 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 did they did they did screw it up. They, I I don't know that they did, but I, I'm I'm very open to hearing your thoughts and and whatnot when we get there. Okay, fine. So, <laughs> but that that is um, just so everyone's aware. That is how the time travel is working here. So basically, when they're going back, they're going to go back in time, steal all the Infinity Stones, and they also grab a bunch of other things like Thor's hammer and some Pym particles and all these other things and uh, bring them back to present day. And that doesn't screw with the timeline. They also bring Thanos and an entire army. That doesn't uh, screw with present day because they're all from branched timelines, not the the prime timeline. Right. So... They break into teams, <laughs> um, and we so they they are they're all going after specific stones. They realize at one point that there are three stones in New York at the same time. And I had, so they're I like, read an interview with the Russo brothers who went through a very similar process when they were trying to write the movie uh-huh. of like they're originally going to be like we're going to have to send Tony to. Um, uh, to I forgot where they're, but like you know, we'll have to send him to nowhere, and we'll have to send this uh-huh. other team to uh, the uh, to Xandar and all this other stuff. And then they're like, "Oh, but wait a minute! Like three of them are in New York during the Battle of <laughs> New York." So we we could like they had that they had that same kind of line. Right. We got to scrap all this other stuff then. So which is great. I mean, I, again, like I I yeah, I love that efficient use of time. Uh, right. So they they take it's a uh, Cap, Iron Man, and Ant Man go to the battle and Hulk, right? Hulk. Yeah. Yes. Hulk is there as well. <clears throat> yeah. They all go to the battle of New York. Um, and they're, they're going to go and get the Tesseract, the mind stone and the time stone. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're off to that adventure. Then, um, Hawkeye and black widow are off to get the soul stone. Mm-hmm. And, um, Rhodey and uh, Nebula are off to get the Power Stone. That's all yes. of them, right? Um, power, Soul. No, I think we're missing one. There's three power. in New York. That's soul. five. How many, are, how many are supposed to be there? Uh, there's six. There's one for each finger and then one in the middle. Uh, right? What's Time, the other stone? Space t- Stone. Space. Oh, that's the Tesseract, though. That's the. Oh, yeah, that's the Tesseract. Te- so, Tesseract... Soul Stone, or no, Mind Stone, and uh, Time Stone are in New York. Power Stone, oh, the Ether. They have to go to Dark World. Oh, we're right, right. So Thor and Rocket, forgot about that. Yeah. So they we already kind of talked about it. Right. They they break into teams. They go. We talked about Thor and Rocket's adventure. We do get to see Natalie Portman um, for a half a second, which was ruined for me because stupid Natalie Portman showed up at the premiere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's well, like, come it was on. Also, she wasn't. She didn't film anything new. It was all leftover Dark World footage. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, she recorded some new lines, but it was all leftover Dark World footage. Is what I was told. I mean, that that makes more sense. You know what I mean? Because she was really only in it for like a fraction of a second. Yeah. Uh, but she does get credit. She got mm-hmm. she got credit for being in the movie. Um, now, I I did like the part where Thor, like they give Thor the the stage for a moment to let him explain what the ether is. 
And he's like, you people keep calling it an infinity stone, but it's not a stone. It's like a gloopy thing. So we're just going to, we need to stop calling it that. That's not correct. And then like a sentence later, he calls it the infinity stone. Right. Because that's, that's very Thor. Yeah. And he's drunk too for the first half of this movie. Uh, I enjoyed hearing Tony call him Lebowski. He definitely, he definitely had a, uh, the dude uh, appearance to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right. So I let, let's, let's go to what my favorite part was, was um, Tony, uh, Bruce and uh, Cap going to the battle of New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get there and, and Ant-Man, they get there. They're basically like, okay, Hulk, go, go get the, the time stone. Yeah, and he's and then, he's got to pretend to be the real Hulk right. on the way. So, so he's like, you know, so smash some stuff along the way, and he's like, oh, I feel this is gratuitous, but uh. <laughs> he like carefully very... like rips his clothes off. Right, it's like uh, rawr, rawr. <laughs> you know, uh, it was very funny. I liked it very much. Um, and then he goes. Uh, I let's just. I guess we'll just follow one timeline at a time. So he goes off, finds. He's looking for Doctor Strange. So he goes to Doctor Strange's house and finds out that he is five years too early. (laughs) Doctor Mm -hmm. Strange is still Doctor Strange. Um, But we get to see the ancient one, (laughs) Um, which I liked the ancient one. I I thought she was. She was was in it for a lot more than I expected. And it was great. It was. I, I thought that Tilda Swinton did a great job. I, I understand that there was a whole, you know, race thing and that sucks that you know but with given what we got i was very happy with her performance um and so she was great to have in this uh like i love the moment where she's just like wait he said to do this or he or he gave it up oh boy Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like there was that that notion of like well he knows something i don't know (laughs) yeah because you remember how the time stone works from the doctor strange movie uh, she has basically seen her entire future, but she can't see beyond right. her future. So she knows all about uh, Doctor Strange, and she knows who he's going to become, but right. she can't see beyond that. But uh, she tr- she clearly trusts his judgment. Right. Um, she she knows that if he said th- to give it up, and it was the only way, that she should probably just go along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, and again, they they go through the whole time travel thing, and they they explain it with visuals and and everything. You take my stone, new timeline means bad for me. My timeline goes on without a stone. Um, so they 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 you know really dig their heels in on it there. Um, and so she ultimately says, "Here you go, take it." Um, Hulk, I think Hulk just goes straight back then, doesn't he? He doesn't go meet up with everybody. Right. He's just like, I'm all right. I got my stone. I'm out. So he goes back to the future. Um, and then, then a delightful sequence takes place, uh, where we all get to reminisce about the first Avengers movie, um, and Captain America's butt. <laughs> America's ass, you mean? America's ass. Um, they're they they again they did a really uh fun really really good job uh using paul rudd's humor um i i loved when he was he was <laughs> knocking out uh tony's arc reactor he's like is that axe body spray 
uh, you know, uh, and then I, I, again, I really loved Thor being like, I have no idea if this is going to work. Okay. <laughs> just yeah. him, like, a tap with the hammer and jolts him being okay. Um, very, very good. Very fun. Um, the cap versus cap fight was really cool. Uh, I could do this all day. Right. I know. I know. <laughs> that is America's ass. <laughs> Uh, but nothing tops because they again fan service galore in this movie. Nothing tops Cap getting on an elevator filled with the same guys that oh, tried yeah. to beat him up on the other elevator. And you're thinking, oh man, we're gonna get another elevator fight. Yeah. This is gonna be great. It's like, wait a minute, and, it's the same guys, but a different right. movie, a different <laughs> and, time. And he's just like, Hail Hydra. And it's like, oh, he did it. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. Oh, but they did it. They got the hail hydra in there. That's hilarious. <laughs> and then he just walks like confidently, like he's smirking. He's like, <laughs> assholes. Hate those guys. Um. Oh, and, and Robert Redford shows up. It's like that fucker. He he retired from acting. <laughs> he came back to to film this like ten second promo. Uh, this movie. Promo. This movie has everybody in it you yeah can, like i'm not exaggerating you can name literally any any character not even heroes but any character from any of these movies they're in this movie it, for like a second at least right right this this like we said this was literally the culmination of all of this <laughs> except for not not every actor though uh, you know, uh, original uh, Rhodey, not in this movie. Okay, fine. Uh, Rhodey's in the movie, though. Rhodey is in the movie, but has uh, got some good Terrence, lines. Terrence Howard, not in the movie. Um, Man, he missed the boat on that. <laughs> he sure, sure as fuck did. Uh, anyhow, so he, um, so, so so in this timeline, uh, they they have a, a kerfuffle. They, they they lose the Tesseract to Loki, which I believe will probably be the the many adventures of Loki TV show that's coming to Disney Plus will probably directly result from that action. Most likely, because now we have an alternate universe Loki and right. a branch timeline. So we can do whatever we want. We can visit different things that have already happened. It'll be fun. You know, I really th liked things the, will happen. the part that you slightly skipped over where oh, Tony is sneaking around in his office while like the while the scene of them finally defeating Loki is going on. Uh -huh. And what we see in Avengers is just like Loki's point of view of all the Avengers crowded around him. And then what we see in this movie is what happens immediately after that, which is Tony saying something like, all right, enough posing. Right. We're going to stand here posing all day or are we going to get some work done. Yeah. And, and, then, like, and then they won't let Hulk in the elevator. Yep. What, what are you looking at, big guy? We're, we're at occupancy. Occupancy. Take the stairs. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, but so, uh, you know, again, they lose everything, don't they? Or no, they got one of them. Um, yeah, they, 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 they lose the, the time stone. Hulk gets the time stone. And he goes back. Yeah. But they lose the, they uh, lose the Tesseract. The Tesseract and the the mind. Uh, Do that. I thought the I staff. thought Cap gets yeah. the staff. No, because he he's that's what happens. He gets knocked by Hulk. Hulk flies the door open from the stairs, 
and knocks it out of the way and knocks the Tesseract open. And it's a whole big thing because they both they had to go. They said both things because, remember, Tony goes after one and Steve goes after the other. Oh, yeah, that's right. When they go into the next step, which they realize they remember conveniently that uh, both of the uh, are all the things they no. need. Some they, pim particles. They give the Mind Stone to Ant-Man to take back to the present. Oh, that's right. Yes. Okay. See, we should have done this right after I saw the movie. Um, so they <laughs> they give the Mind Stone. <laughs> they give the Mind Stone to to Ant Man. He goes back to the future. They say, "Hey, we can get Pym particles and the Tesseract if we go back in time to uh, old timey Shield." Um, they go ahead and do that. And what's the first thing that happens? one of the hundred thousand gut punches of the movie, we got our Stanley cameo. Oh yeah. Uh, and Probably it was so, the last one. so good. Well, it, that's what they say. It's the last one. Um, so good though. So good. I, there, there's, there, uh, there's obviously a picture that they, they fashion that on. That's very, if you search Stan Lee, that picture always comes up mm-hmm. uh, of him in the seventies with long hair and the big mustache. And he's got like his lips protruding and his head cocked. And uh, and I just I loved it, and it was very fitting. Uh, you know, we got two decades of Stanley cameos. I feel yeah. like we did okay. We did, we did fine. You know, it'll be hard going on without him, but we will be okay. Um, and then what what follows is a wonderfully touching um, past sequence where Tony meets up with his dad, and. Mm-hmm. Tony's not born yet and he's talking to his dad about how he's having a kid and you know Tony's relaying stories about his daughter to his dad that he never got to be cool with and it's very heartstringy and very and plus I the the guy who plays his dad when he's older is from Mad Men and I loved him on Mad Men um and so I, I automatically actor. like him as uh Howard Stark um, I, I was never I'm never a big fan of the young Howard Stark. Uh, uh, that yeah. actor, I'm just not a I, I think he's in The Preacher, isn't he? I don't know. I think so. He's very good in The Preacher, in the but I, I've show. never seen. Right. I, I've never seen him in anything but Preacher that I enjoyed him in. So um, but that's neither here nor there. So Steve goes, steals some pin particles. Now, I want to draw attention to this because. I they never really state how much you need. You know what I mean? Mm. Like what would assume one vial is one trip. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't Steve, know. Either. Steve takes four vials. Mm-hmm. So I think that is that is worth noting. Um, because I think that plays into what could possibly answer what a lot of people's questions are in the end. But well, also, I mean we can get to it, but I'm pretty sure in present day, now that Hank Pym is back, they right, can have unlimited right. Pym particles in the present day. But but what I'm saying is specifically Captain America has some extra Pym particles. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. In his pocket. That's Roger that's that. all I'm specifically. Steve Roger that. Um, so anyway, um, he goes and gets those, and of course he runs into not her seeing him, but he runs into Peggy. Um, and again, it's very like. When are these two crazy kids going to finally be able to just get together? When I say when, mm-hmm. anyway, get together for a few um, decades. <laughs> so uh, they, you know, they, 
they get through their missions. They're all of a sudden there, somebody is onto them. Uh, so they have to get the hell out of there. Um, does, does anything happen? Not really. Right. They, they, no, after it's, that, it's, they, it's pretty much a breeze. They get away they, uh... and, and you know, they, they know they have to leave. They can't just linger there any longer because people are after them. Uh, and they, they get the stuff they get there. Um, and then we cut to the, again, one of the most, like, you're just like, yay, everything's going well. We deserve this. <laughs> Nothing bad could possibly happen now. Um, we cut, we get Nebula and, and Rhodey's story, uh, where they go to help me with the planet's name. If you remember Morag. Yeah, that, that sounds right. Um, they go to Morag to get the power stone, uh, from the opening of the guardians of the galaxy volume one, uh, trailer or, uh, you know, movie. And, uh, again, it's, it's wonderful. We see Peter Quill dancing and singing into the rat. And uh, it's, it's just it's nice to relive these things. It's it's just fun. Uh, back before many people hated Chris Pratt's Star-Lord character. I still don't hate him. Um, just I don't hate him. Who hates him? The, the Internet. Like oh, the fa- no, fans, those. Those fans on the Internet are like, we hate you. You couldn't just control your emotions for five seconds. And then we could have just not had any more movie. We don't understand your motivations. <laughs> we could have just ended this. No end game. No second half of Infinity War. No snap. We could have all just gone home happy. We could have just gone home and watched four more <laughs> Avatar movies. Right. Absolutely. Um, but uh, so anyway, they they do they get it first? I can't remember if they get it before shit starts going down. They, no, they don't. They don't get it. Like wait, wait, all wait, of a sudden which, Nebula. So they is knock like out star Lord. Right. They knock out star Lord. They go to the temple. Rhodey makes a comment about expecting there to be spikes with skeletons on the end. Right. Like in right. some sort of trap, like temple of doom kind of thing. Nebula just reaches in with her robot arm and grabs the power stone and it fries her arm, mm-hmm, but that's mm-hmm. it. And then, they're about to synchronize uh, going back to the future and Rhodey jumps out, but then Nebula before she can hit the thing, like doubles over in pain. And then we cut over to present, you know, past, you know, present past. day to her where she is now. It's like 2014 uh, Nebula and Gamora and Thanos. Um, and that's where we get the revelation that apparently they hopped on the same Wi-Fi, right. And they- are sharing memories. They're, you know, they're on the same uh, cloud server. And so all of a sudden, old Nebula is like, oh, shit, I just got a lot of new memories. Um, and, and to which Thanos is instantly like, yes, I love this. Come here. Let me take apart your face. <laughs> um, which, again, it was another like, oh, no, come on. No, everything seems to be going so well. Why are you doing this? Uh, because we need more movie. We need we, 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 that can't just be the end. <laughs> um, so Thanos figures out what happens. Um, I I'll say this: I am I am intrigued that uh, Gamora didn't switch sides faster because she was literally right about to switch sides. <laughs> like in Guardians, it made, they make it seem like it was her plan for a long time to just be like, yes. I finally have my opportunity. 
fuck Thanos, I'm out. And like Nebula is literally like, dude, fuck Thanos, let's go. <laughs> and she's like, nah. <laughs> let's I want to see how this plays out first. So I, I thought that was a little weird. Um, I think it was more about I because I, I think Gamora, like nothing happened to make her change her mind in the movie to betray Thanos. Like I think it was always her her it was always her I her plan, but She's looking at this and being like, there is a second nebula here and I don't trust her. So I'm true, not just going to go with her when like the nebula that I've always known is super loyal to Thanos. Right. I, th- I think it's probably somewhere around there. So in any case, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I don't, it didn't take me out of the film or anything. I was just like, I, I expected Gamora to be on board with our nebula much quicker. Um, so anyway, you know, uh, to, to finish off their story arc, they or you know, for, for now, the bad Nebula switches places with our Nebula. Yeah, they go um, to Morag, they kidnap uh, old Nebula. Right. They switch her, Rody, they swap her out. Right, Rhodey <laughs> goes. Like, Rhodey thinks that they're going together. And so mm. Rhodey doesn't even know what's happened. They, he, is, just, he just leaves and he's got the stone. So this is the funny thing. That I didn't pick up on because it didn't occur to me that um, I didn't re- I didn't see Nebula in the scene where they all come back, but she was clearly there, you know, right. uh, old young Nebula, I guess you might say, mm-hmm. who is fooling them by just replacing one single piece of her head. Right. Um, but what I was expecting was more of like a like someone like Rhodey being like, hey, wait a minute. I thought you burned your arm. Your arm is fine. Right, like, right. There was a whole there, thing. There, but... was, there was a whole thing where she like charred her arm yeah. and it never came up again. I think I, that's a deleted scene. I, I agree. I agree with you. Because um, there's she's a little, she appears back on the time machine with them. They never focus on her for anything. Like they don't even like pan to her right. at any point. And then like just later well, in the film, they... she's just like, they never knew it was me. I do Nobody think that they want to leave. They want to leave it semi ambiguous, you know, um, you know, for maybe just for the audience to forget. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I just I like, just eh, laughed don't, because don't talk about this. <laughs> when when she calls Thanos and declares that she managed to fool all of them, I was I, I laughed because I was just thinking, like, you, you fooled them because just no one wants to talk to you. No, no one like, interacted with you. You didn't at have all. to be sneaky at all. Like, no, just no one cared. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, uh, I, so, okay. So that leads us to our last and, and most heartbreaking, Mm -hmm. uh, getting of the stones. Um, so Hawkeye and, and black widow go for the, the soul stone. And again, like Nebula knew, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, should, should she not have said like, listen, guys, Take along someone that you're okay with them dying. Bring bring along your favorite pair of underwear or something because you got to lose something you love. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's going to be a person and it's going to be one of the two of you. So bye. Uh, so like again, it, it, I know the plan happened fast, but it still kind of shocks me that they didn't. There was no warning to them that yeah, one of you is not coming back. And maybe Nebula did that on purpose because she knew that that would just complicate things. I don't know. Um, but bottom line is they they go and they realize that one of them has to die. And again, I felt like it was pretty clear 
Like they're gonna let Clint be like, well, make sure you tell my family who you who I just watched turn to dust that I loved them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like it's pretty clear that that Scarlet Witch or Scarlet Witch, I always do that. Scarlet Johansson Witch. Uh, Black Widow is gonna is gonna put herself on the chopping block here, but they did a really good job of the old switcheroo, and and I I honestly thought um, it was it was so interesting. It brought my attention all the way back to the beginning, and how dull the end of Iron Man one was, <laughs> where where Obadiah is just like, oh, you you've hit the button, oh, it's all over. <laughs> Yep, and it's like <laughs> right and it's like we went from that kind of a climax to this kind of tension in the middle of the fucking movie <laughs> genius wonderful wonderful how much we've grown it's beautiful yeah, they, they definitely got better at making these movies um and again i'm not knocking iron man one i love that movie i watch it every time it comes up on tbs or whatever <laughs> Um, occasionally I will put it on myself. Um, it is, it is a great movie. I really enjoy it. I enjoy it even more because there was a huge transition with, uh, RDJ's hair (laughs) between one and like literally the rest of the movies. (laughs) Yeah. It's very black Um, and he looks a lot younger. Right. It's thick. It's very, he's very, it, it was, it was, uh, it's dated to a point like the rest, like right after one hit, there was some kind of a change in the style of the world <laughs> that took place and is held on. Uh, but yeah, the, the first one is just, you know, it's funny that it, it kind of sticks out like that. But anyway, so um, yeah, there's the back and forth, the who's, who's going to die. We get Red Skull again for a second there. Um, he gives the exact same speech he gave to Thanos. He does. He does. I don't even know if they recorded uh, a new one. <laughs> they did have to record because he says like their names. Right, and he says something like, "Yes, for one of you, <laughs> it should be very painful for you." <laughs> I thought, I thought uh, Red Skull. I don't know if maybe he thought Thanos was smarter or what, but he was like when he was talking to Thanos, he was just like, "You have to give up something you love." And when he's talking to these guys, he's basically like, "Look." One of you's got to kill yourself. Right. All right. Let me just lay this out for you. Because <laughs> you don't look like the brightest bunch here. He, listen, he knew what the runtime was. He just had to get down to business. Um, but again, it was very, I thought the the back and forth, the catching, the throwing, the knocking them off. The, you know, I was like, okay, it's definitely her. Oh, no, maybe it's not. Oh, well, you know, they they had me. They had me, had me going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it ended the way I assumed it would. Uh, and it was, it was good for me too, because I had, I, like I said, I, I had been spoiled that she died, but mm-hmm. I kept going like, what if she doesn't die here? Like what right. if, what right. if Hawkeye dies here and then she dies somewhere else? That would be even worse. So yeah, it's, uh, it's very interesting. Um, so, all right. So then they all, they get their stones, they pay their prices. They all get back to earth. Um, you know, uh, Tony and Rocket and Hulk go to make the gauntlet, which is awesome, by the way. I love the the Iron Man gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Was that in the comics? They ever had that in the comics? Um, not in the original Infinity Gauntlet story. Right. It's very in the original very cool Infinity idea. Gauntlet. 
um, I believe Nebula just takes the Infinity Gauntlet and undoes everything. Because mm-hmm. he'd been, in the comics, uh, one of the things that Thanos does after he wins is he's just like, I'm just going to use this to torture Nebula for eternity because I don't like her. <laughs> and then when he's distracted by the heroes, she gets out of her torture and like takes it. That and then she's like, all right, I'm in charge now. Right. So, um, so anyhow, they, you know, they're off making their gauntlet. Um, evil Nebula is just like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and let Thanos in. <laughs> um, they, uh, let's see what, what else they do. So so they, they argue for a bit about who's going to do the snap. Right. Right. Which and then, I, uh, I thought was amusing because I didn't realize that the snap was required. <laughs> Like you got to right. do it. Like you got to do a snap to make anything happen. I, I always, I like from the first, uh, first movie, I was like, they, they just really took it literally when, uh, Gamora was like, he could wipe out existence with just a snap of his fingers. And they're like, they're like, literally it was like Drax is the one who is like, yes, to snap his fingers. I'm pretty certain if you're wearing the gauntlet, all you have to do is think it and it happens, mm-hmm. but you know, whatever snap, no snap it's it's fine um they need because in the in the comic books i don't believe wearing the infinity gauntlet does you any harm aside from makes you like kind of power crazy yeah it just gives you all the power of the the world right so it it you know it corrupts people but not like this physical like oh i snapped oh god Mm -hmm. oh why'd i snap (laughs) (laughs) oh if i could if i could move my thumb and finger i would make it not hurt when you snapped why was so that my first wish? So they argue about who's going to do it because they know it's going to really hurt because they, right. they've seen what happened to Thanos when he used it. And they know Thanos is pretty hardy. Right. Um, and they, you know, Thor says he's going to do it because he's still getting over his depression and he thinks this is going to make up for everything. Um, but in the end, they decide it's got to be Hulk because if you go back to the original Avengers movie, uh, Selvig says that the Infinity Stones give off low-level gamma radiation. Right. And uh, so he's like, it's, I was basically made for this. I'll do it. And it still hurts him pretty bad. It, it really, like, yeah. tears the skin off his arm and everything. Well, and I I, I was reading uh, just today that as far as the, the Russo brothers are concerned, now they have no more dogs in this fight, apparently. I guess they're done. They, they said, okay, we did it. We're done. We're out. We have, we're not we're not participating in further Marvel adventures, um, but as far as they're concerned, they want that to be permanent. They hmm. want Hulk to have a because I guess it, like if you look at it again, I have to see the movie again. Uh, but his his arm is more banner e you know mm-hmm. it's it's shriveled a, a bit, um, and uh, they in their minds it should be a permanent damage. Like he would have a slinged arm for the rest of his superheroing career. Uh, I think that's really dumb. That's not going to sell any action figures. And the next time Hulk is out, he'll be fine. But yeah, uh, I, I read, this is a, a rumor. Someone I saw had claimed that this was in an interview, but I couldn't find the interview, but they said that the Russo brothers were not aware that Marvel had announced a black widow movie. <laughs> I have, you know, I'll be honest with you. Once I saw this, I half thought they were going to come out and be like, yeah, that's not happening, guys. We just said that. So you wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't have a release date. Like it's not on the docket. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. I really do hope 
that it comes out because I feel like the character deserves it after all this. There's a couple of ways um, that they can do it that we'll talk about when we get to the absolute, end of the movie when absolute. we talk about time travel and stuff. So, um, all right, so <clears throat> let's uh, let's get into the meat and potatoes here. So Hulk does his snap, and like right as it's happening, Thanos bursts through the time travel unit. And one of the things, um, just going back to the snap, so what they tell the Hulk to do is don't bring everybody back five years ago, bring everybody back to today. Right. Don't change, because the, one of the conditions of Tony doing this was that his daughter does not get erased from the timeline. Right. Which was and, uh, rightly so. super important. Rightly so. And I, I was really glad that they brought that up, because this happens a lot in in movies where there's a plot to go back and change a catastrophic event. Yeah. Where it's well, like, you're going to wipe out a lot of things that happened and not everybody had a bad time. And a lot of people were born during right. this five year period, a lot of people, and they would have been wiped out. So it's like some people moved on, you know, it's and now everybody comes back and there's a ton of weird ramifications for this. Like the, the gay guy in the support group who had lost his husband and was trying to date some other guy, his husband is back now. Right. Everybody who is gone, I think this is a and plot point those... of, of oh, Far From Home, uh, half the population of Spider-Man's school is now five years younger than the rest right. of their classmates. Right. You know? Yeah. They, uh, that's definitely going to come into play. Um, but now they... Um, and the other interesting thing is that as far as these guys are all concerned, no time passed. Right. It's not like they were in limbo for five years. They were just like, we, we, we woke up and y'all were gone. Yeah, I didn't feel good. <laughs> and then every, right. I like, fell asleep and I woke up and everything was different. Right. So can you imagine how unkept the grass was in Wakanda? So I'm I'm thinking about like there's there's a lot of weird questions that I just don't want to think about the answers to. But like at at some point they showed a helicopter smashing into a building because the pilot was gone. And I'm like, <laughs> that pilot reappeared the pilot in the middle of the sky. <laughs> I I would assume that part of the condition of Hulk snap. I will. I will. Everybody's because, okay because there he, were people who had, disappeared off a boat intention. and they right. reappeared in the middle right. of the ocean. He he had the intention of bringing back everyone safely. And so people who were on an elevator that would just appear in an elevator shaft or <laughs> people who were hang gliding and the hang glider is no longer there. Mm -hmm. They're riding they, in they an airplane. Bungee jumping, you know, all of these things that they're OK. No. <laughs> we're just going to say that that was part of the intention of the snap and the, the gauntlet is smart enough to know that Hulk didn't want just a bunch of people raining from the sky. The unfortunate other thing is that like a lot of these people just came back and while they were gone, like their loved ones may have died. Like there are people sure. who didn't get snapped away surely died when the, when the snap occurred just because of all the various accidents and things that happened right away. And then of course, five years went by and a lot of people die naturally. So it's like there, you know, I, I don't really want them to touch too much on this because I feel <laughs> right. like that would be extremely depressing to think about. Yeah. I, I mean, but there, there are, there are ramifications. There are things that we're all, you know, we can all uh, theorize about for years and years to come. And that's, that's the fun part, mm -hmm. you know, uh, we won't focus on the depressing part <laughs> the whole time, but yeah. 
Okay, so um, Thanos, Thanos comes back. Everybody's comes happy. Back. Ant-Man's like, we did it. We right, finally right. did it. <laughs> it was so... He's the like, there are over, birds. You guys. There are all these birds. And he's just like, he's like, oh my God, there were definitely half as many birds out here before. <laughs> there are twice as many birds, guys. We did it. And I honestly thought he died. <laughs> I honestly <laughs> am surprised that not a single one of them died. Because they, like Thanos' ship just fires everything they got just blows the compound to fucking bits. And again, right in Ant-Man's face. Right in his like <laughs> He literally got hit with a missile. Right, right. An alien but thankfully, space missile. Thankfully, he has those quick reflexes, hit the button, was tiny. It was okay. I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, again, lots to unpack here, but one of the coolest bits was something that it happens to Hulk more often than it should, but Hulk was stuck holding up rubble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so other, and again, it was just one of those great moments where you're like, I've seen this in a comic book and now it's like, it's real. It's yep. wonderful. And, and again, that, like I said, there were, there were moments that I was crying in this movie because uh, of 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 the sadness that I felt that the movie was invoking, and there were some mo- moments like that where I was just like, "Oh my god, they did it! They they made my comic books real. They they made my my imagination real life. That I never in my wildest dreams thought that this would happen. We when you were sitting watching X Men One in <laughs> leather clad. What do they want? Yellow spandex? <laughs> Would you have ever believed that we could reach this point? No. This point. Two billion dollars made in two weeks <laughs> on the shit we used to get made fun of for looking at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so... That's that's all well and good, but every from this moment on, I feel like it built and built and built yeah. and built and built. You don't really like, have I, to go through too many details because it is basically just fights for the rest of the movie right. until the end. The, the highlights, yeah, the key I would say here. include. Um, so we we had the one my my poor wife lost it for. Um, was the the basically a force <laughs> showing oh, up yeah. mm-hmm. all all of the ladies uh they somebody i don't know i don't even know was a valkyrie who delivered the line it was black widow's line from the last movie where after uh captain marvel so okay I, i'm getting ahead of myself already so, so, yeah, so got, thanos comes out <laughs> thanos is like yo fuck you there's, there's uh, stuff going on where they're just trying to keep the gauntlet away from right. the alien space. Well, well, hold on, hold on. We're, 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 we're not even to the best part. We skipped over the best part. So no, I'm trying to go back to like Hawkeye in the sewer. Right, right. So, all right. So they're, they're in the rubble. Um, so Ant-Man is trying to get to, does Hawkeye have the, the gauntlet? Who has the gauntlet? Hawkeye. Hawkeye had, cause Hulk had the gauntlet. Yep. Hawkeye has the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying the to get the gauntlet as far away from Thanos as possible, basically. Um, so Thanos comes out. He's just sitting there like a fucking prick. <laughs> Sends out his his minions. He's like, go retrieve them for me. 
I'm so smug. <laughs> Balchinian. Uh, so he's he's just sitting there, you know, toying with them. Um, and uh, and we get uh, Cap, Thor, and Iron Man. Cap, Thor, and Iron Man are like, you know what? Fuck this bitch. We're going to go fight him. <laughs> this, this asshole, he doesn't know us yet. But he does. So I wanted to I wanted to touch base on that. He was aware of them, I believe, just because of the Battle of New York. Because when he saw Nebula's uh, playback, uh, they're like, who is that? He's like, they're the Avengers, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Um, And I think he made some kind of reference to the Battle of New York. So that's where his burden of knowledge came from. Okay, just just from. The other guy being like, hey, we tried to take over that planet, but there are some Avengers. I assume he looked into it, but, you know, okay. I can't tell you for sure. He seems like the kind of guy who would dot the I's and cross the T's. Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. That wasn't um, so much of a payoff as much of as much as it was like, a, right, right. I could have just figured that out before seeing this movie. Right. It wasn't a payoff so much as it was like, yes, that it happened. Wasn't, in other words, it didn't turn things. out to be anything deeper than what you could have guessed <laughs> right, from. Right, exactly. Yeah, okay. They're not brothers. <laughs> I, I read a lot of ridiculous, like that was obviously Tony's brother because oh Tony's dad is a whore and he had sex with some space lady who went back in time because Thanos is way older than Tony, I assume. It doesn't, doesn't matter. make any sense. So, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. They, some people. They'll just grasp at anything. Um, so... <laughs> Anyway, so uh, sewer. What do you want to talk about with the sewer? Oh, I was just saying that there. Hawkeye is trying to get the. He's running through the sewer with the right. gauntlet, and he eventually gets out with it. And but the main focus is Cap and Thor and Iron Man fighting Thanos, and it's a very cool fight uh, where they're very showcasing cool all fight. their best moves. At one point, Thanos, uh, Thor is trying to get Thanos with Stormbreaker, but Thanos gets it, and he's trying to push it into Thor's chest. Right. The same way uh, Thor did to him at the end of Infinity War. And then Mjolnir is sitting over on the ground there and it starts to move and it flies over and hits Thanos in the head. And Cap catches it. Yep. Oh, man. I knew it was going to happen in this movie. You know, like you just knew it. I didn't know. No, but I was I had a feeling. Uh, This caught me completely by surprise, but I loved it. Seeing it happen was just like, oh, my God. Oh, it's so good. And then he's fighting Thanos and he's like bouncing Mjolnir off his shield and they're doing like, this is the point where it's like, this is the point where um, Thanos has gone from invincible to highly vincible. Highly vincible. Um, Because the coolness (laughs) factor of the good guys has amped up. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And like Cap is just beating his ass and like he's calling down lightning. I wasn't even sure that that was a thing. Like, I didn't know just holding Milnor gave you lightning powers, but I'm I'm going with it. I'm cool with it. Shall possess the power of Thor. Oh, that's true. That's true. Whoever wields this hammer. Whoever wields this hammer. Should he be worthy. Um, And and Steve was worthy. Um, So, you know, he's kicking his ass. And then I can't really remember what. What stopped the ass kicking? I think but all Thanos, of a sudden, at one point, Thanos you know, like cut him in the leg, and then right. I think it, just kind it, of punched it, it him was, a lot. And it, you know, Steve's falling back; his shield is busted in half. Um, 
And uh, and then the the payoffs. And I, I seriously like I couldn't even talk about this part of the movie for days without <laughs> getting choked up. Um, but, you know, Cap does his like, oh, oh, I got to keep fighting. And he gets up and then you just hear Falcon radio in and he just goes on your left. And it's like, yes. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's a callback. Yeah, it's called a callback. I love, I love callbacks. Um, and, and then all of a sudden, all these portals start opening. These Doctor Strange portals yeah, start opening. Holes. And all of Wakanda comes out. Everybody. It's literally everybody. All the Asgardians. Uh, all the, I don't even know. Uh, Howard the Duck is there. Yeah. How, Howard the Duck is there. Every... <laughs> Every race uh, who has an army, right, like everybody right. shows they, up. They show up. And then he says it, the line I've been waiting 10 years to hear, Avengers assemble. And, and they, it's. They certainly did. They do. And they you know, just start. At, at one point, uh, Dr. Strange is like, did we get them all? And Wong is like, you wanted more? Right. Like that. <laughs> yeah. oh, but like. And- Everybody's there. Pepper Potts is there as rescue and yeah, rescue she's a, armor. She's the rescue armor and Spider-Man's back. Uh, Spider-Man's there and, and and then Tony and Spider-Man have their moment and they hug and he's like Wasp is back. Wasp is there. Valkyrie somehow got her unicorn Pegasus thing back. I don't know where it that came matter. from. It's part of the snap. I heard a lot of people <laughs> complain about that. I don't care. Yeah. At I'll, some point it's just like, guys, just look, none of this makes sense. Just go ahead. Um, and then, you know, so they're, they're fighting, they're fighting, but still the ship is a big problem. The ship is still hammering them. And then all of a sudden the ship changes its firing and starts firing in the sky. And my wife, who again is a really big fan of Captain Marvel, (laughs) she's very excited about this whole notion. She's like, where, what is it doing? I was like, what do you mean? What's it doing? (laughs) (laughs) Who else isn't here? Right. And, and, And she's like, well, who, who? What's up there? I was like, not what? Who? <laughs> and then Carol just busts through the ship and just blows it all to fuck. And you She's can just got a see... really great <laughs> ship busting maneuver. She does. And you can just see, like, in Thanos's face, like he's just like, oh no. Yeah, like this was that was a great scene too, because like I you was... could you could see that Thanos was not like uh, like oh this is unexpected. He was literally just like shit. <laughs> exactly. Like I just it was, lost the battle. Went, went from, I you know I I might lose my minions or something. You know. Yeah, but I'm he gonna, firing I'm gonna on his win. own people. He didn't care. Right. He he was so confident he could win this. Well, oh yeah, there was that really badass sequence with Scarlet uh, Scarlet Witch, where oh, yeah. she was just like, "You took everything from me," and he's like, "I don't even know who you are." It's like, "I don't you even will. know you." <laughs> and then she just starts like fucking with him, and he's just like, "Fire everything." <laughs> Oh, and then, uh, oh, God, it's just so fucking good. And then, um, you know, the, the, the whole, like, all the ladies got together because I thought that part was, it was so good with uh, with Spider-Man. Spider-Man, he, he, he's he got the gauntlet. He's trying to run it. He, They're trying to he, get it to uh, the ant van so that they right, can get it through right. the last remaining time tunnel. And, and then um, they can go return all the stones and then it's all good because yeah. then that, then this timeline doesn't have infinity stones in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, you know, uh, P- Peter 
puts uh, instant kill on and his spider legs are just like murdering things all around him. It's amazing. Uh, and then he gets, uh, then, then he gets uh, beat down and Carol shows up and she's, she's hovering over him and he's like, hello, I'm Peter Parker. <laughs> cause, cause he can't not tell his secret identity to everyone he meets. Uh, and she's like, well, hey there, Peter Parker. Do you got something for me? <laughs> and then, you know, she grabs it and then somebody says something about, you know, how is she going to do it on her own? And then they say she's not alone and all the ladies are there and it's fucking awesome. And then uh, and then some something happens where she loses. I don't. But she she doesn't have the, the gauntlet gets out of her her hand. Mm-hmm. And and Thanos gets it. I think it. she drops it because she gets really close to the van, but then oh, it blows right. up, and that I think she up. just drops it in the explosion. Um. So Thanos, you know, there there's like a tense moment where it falls. Tony goes for it. Thanos goes for it. Thanos gets it. Thanos puts it on. Tony grabs him. Before that happens, though, Carol does fight hand to hand with Thanos. Oh, that's right. Oh, um, that's good. Yeah, Thanos does get the gauntlet, and then she fights him while he's got the gauntlet on, and she is kicking his ass until yeah, he, has, he has to invoke the power stone yeah, just he, to get her off his he back. He pulls the power stone off the gauntlet, charges his fist and punches her away. Right. But like he tries to hit her with the gauntlet. I'm, I'm pretty sure. And she just like pushes it right back and right. then just she starts wailing on him. She's like, boom, 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 boom. So yeah, again, strongest if, Avenger. Right. If, if there was any, any worry about Carol not being fucking awesome, she is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, Although I gotta say, like Doctor Strange did pull like a thousand people. To, I mean, that's it's pretty true. strong I'm, too. I, again, I am not. <laughs> but then again, really isn't a, a Captain Marvel of... could probably kill all those people. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, just give her a flurgan. The flurgan will take care of half of them. <laughs> there you go. Man, Goose uh, wasn't in the movie, Pat. Goose, Goose was, was not dead. in the movie. I was a little. I was a little bummed out. I keep live. hoping. I keep hoping Goose is actually uh, still. Nick Fury's house cat. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's my, that's what I'm I'm going with. Um, so anyway, th- you know, Thanos gets the, the gauntlet. He tussles with Tony and he goes and he goes for the snap and he's going to be, he's like, fuck you. I am inevitable. I am inevitable. And then it, thunk, it just work. makes, a, I love the sound. Cause it just goes like right. thunk. Thunk. Cause uh, everybody thinks you got to do a snap. Right. And then Tony delivers the beautiful, oh yeah, I'm Iron Man. Snap. Oh, it was so good. Oh my God. And then you just watch. And I, what I, I thought was really well done, um, I really felt like Ebony Ma was trying to have a Peter Parker moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a point, like he had his hand on his stomach and he was like going towards Thanos. Boss, and Thanos was like, boss, Fuck I don't me. feel so good. <laughs> And then, then like, I half Mr. thought, Thanos, Mr. Thanos. I, I half thought that that Stark left Thanos alive because it took him a really long, you know, I don't know why well, everybody else. Yeah, that's a trope. <laughs> right. <laughs> everybody else was done at the exact same time. But uh, but him, he's just like, huh, I can't believe I didn't win. <laughs> and again, that I, I really liked that where he wasn't like he really was just confused as to how he didn't win. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, huh, this is not the way I saw this playing out. Yeah. And and then he was dusted and then they had to go and kill Tony. And I really, 
I mean, I was I was ready for it, but I wasn't ready for it. You know, uh, it was the, a really good scene, though, a really fantastic was, scene. It was with Rhodey's there first and he basically kind of says his goodbyes right. and then Peter and then Pepper. And Pepper. I was so glad that they were able to and like Pepper being there wasn't contrived. Like right. the rescue suit is a legit thing from the comics and everything. Yep. And like yep. her being there for that was so important. Yeah. Like, like it was, it was a legit, like, it, you know, uh, a lot of times something like this could have been handled where she only showed up to hang out with the girls. Mm-hmm. You know, there was sequences where her and Tony were back to back kicking ass both directions. You mm-hmm. know, she kicking was just right taking ass and kicking names. Uh, but, uh, you know, they, they did a really good job of that. Um, then we, you know, she got her, not, not, they didn't even get to say goodbye so much as she gave him permission to go. Yeah, and it was, said, you can, you can rest now. It was so fucking he sad. He, he is so badly injured. He can't even talk. Right. Like, I think he doesn't he makes get a final noises, word but... Yeah, his he, final words are, is, I am Iron Man. Right. And and he just is 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 holding on, you know? There was one of the, th- one of the things that I thought was really great was, um, you know, if, if we go back to the scene where he's talking to his dad and his dad says, you know, the, the greater good always took a backseat to my self-interest, I think is what he says. Right. And like Tony thought about that and he had said something to Doctor Strange about like, are we in the timeline where we win? And Doctor Strange had told him, like, I can't tell you that because if, if I, I do, tell you, it won't happen. It won't happen. But like we're at the like the 11th. We're at the last second here. <clears throat> Thanos has the Infinity Gauntlet again. And Tony looks over at uh, uh, Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange just holds his finger up like this is the one. This is our one shot. And mm-hmm. Tony knows immediately he's got to do it. And I, it was it was great. It was, it was, um, and uh, again, it was very fitting because as much as I want Robert Downey Jr. and Tony Stark to always be there, you know, um, obviously, you know, people want to move on with their lives. Robert Downey Jr. has been doing this for 10 years. That is crazy. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's not like, you know, he was just kind of involved. He was in all of it. You know, he was there. Yeah. And, and that's gotta be taxing, you know? Yeah. And it's uh, not like he wasn't like young at the beginning. Right. Yeah. Right. But now like, you know, like they were, you know, again, I was watching all the interviews and shit, but they were talking like, you know, in the time that he started playing Iron Man till now, He's gotten married. He's got a couple of kids. He he I mean, he can literally never do anything ever again and be fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, he will he will because I'm pretty sure he gets a share of the box office because he he made the first deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? He He's getting a, a good piece of this. Um, and if he's smart, he's probably producing this shit forever, too. Um but uh, but yeah, he he is the backbone. And and again, like we're it's really hard to imagine the MCU without Tony Stark, you know? Yeah. You, you're always waiting for him to be somewhere, you know? Um, um, 
one thing that I want to mention before we get to his funeral, mm-hmm. um, there is a scene where Quill is reunited with Gamora, but it's oh, yes. alternate timeline or it's past Gamora. Right. And she's apparently just part of the present day now. Right. And she they has her out of that timeline. Right. And she has no memory, of course, of ever having met Peter Quill. And so there's uh, that's going to be a, a Guardians volume three plot point, I'm sure. But I'm sure that I, I thought it was interesting. Like, we don't get Gamora back. There's we do, well, there are some it, people who died, Gamora right. and uh, Vision, who just are not coming back. Right. Yeah. Although I feel like Vision, there's going to be a Disney Plus show called Wanda Scarlet Vision. Witch and Vision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I, I half think that somehow, some way they're going to get him back. You know, there's there's going to be, I, you know, maybe maybe Tony's been working on something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, well, and, you know, like they said, you know, um, Hulk said uh, that he said that he tried to bring Nat back with his snap mm-hmm. and, and it wouldn't take. Yeah. Um, and again, like it, it. The soul stone in the comics is a thing that you can inhabit. Like they like right. uh, Adam Warlock would frequently bring people into the Soul Stone, so it's entirely possible that Gamora and Black Widow are inside the Soul Stone. Well, now, so here's another interesting thing. So we we did we saw um, Gamora in the Soul Stone, little girl Gamora. Now, was mm-hmm. that a delusion of Thanos? We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. You know, um, that could play into you know if we. Maybe part of that story arc is going to be like merging the Gamoras. You know what I mean? Like somehow, some way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is, uh, so okay, so uh, let's let's just get to the end here. So after all that, so they, we have a we have a funeral for Tony. They they have the thing that his original arc reactor that says proof that Tony Stark has a heart, which yep. I 100% lost it in this theater yep. when, when I saw that. <laughs> Again, um, I was already I, quivering I was, at this point, I was, but that I was, was when lost I lost the it. the whole fucking movie, so it was just more to add to it. Um, uh, they show basically every, every non-combat character from the Marvel, from the MCU is at this funeral so like everybody who every cameo who wasn't in the battle this was their spot for the cameo right um, also including, with the regular people but yeah you with know. them too but like you get like um uh maria hill is there the kid from iron man 3 is there yeah that took, uh, i did not know because i didn't like that movie so i've only seen it once and well, i was like doesn't who look the fuck like was the, that kid he doesn't look like him anymore right he's a grown, so i, he's I, like a grown I had guy. to look it up and, I, and they were like ho ho eagle-eyed i was like you know you don't have to be eagle-eyed he was the one person that you didn't yeah. instantly know right and he was standing by himself so <laughs> right um, um like aunt may is there hank pym is there like right yeah it's it's uh, a big long shot of everybody general ross is there yep so <laughs> I guess but all's not, forgiven uh, on that front, huh? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, anyway, he's Secretary Ross now, by the way. So oh. yeah, so we have that. There's there's a nice scene with um, Barton and uh, Scarlet Witch yeah. talking about um, uh, Black Widow and Vision and how they weren't taken out with the snap, so we're never going to get them back, but they'd be happy for their victory and stuff like that. And um then we cut over. I'm going to kind of run through the follow-up mm-hmm. real quick here to get to the very end. So, like, we go back to New Asgard, and Thor makes Valkyrie queen so that he right. can fly off and be 
part of the Asgardians of Asgardians the Galaxy. Of the Galaxy. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm excited and also a little apprehensive, I'll be honest with you, because I love the dynamic of Guardians. And like we, well, my my daughter loves Guardians too, so we watch it a fair bit. Um, and they are they're very family. You know what I mean? Like especially at the end there, like the the, the end of the the Guardians Volume Two, like everything came together. And I feel like like the second Thor showed up, everybody was like, "Fuck Quill," <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, and, and now we don't even have Gamora. Gamora's not even like so. I feel like that's gonna be weird. And so I don't know. I'm really I'm a little apprehensive about how things are going to be handled in three. Um, But uh, anyway, I'm I'm excited nonetheless. Um, Let's see. James Gunn is is directing again, so it's going to be fine. Yeah. Peter Parker goes back to school. Um, Ned seems to be the same age, so he must have been snapped out too. We're assuming... Most of uh, most of the main characters from snapped. the the Spider Verse uh, got got snapped. That's what we're guessing. Um, and so, yeah. So then, yeah. So then we're back at the rubble of the Avengers headquarters, where they've set up a uh, uh, one more time machine because they can just make infinite time machines. Uh, but it and, is small. It's like a it's a single man. Yeah, it's, it's one, like one the other man one. Time the other one was like a big one. Yeah. Um, and at first I didn't get it, and then I got it. Like, so Cap's going right. Yeah. Cap's um, going. He's got to, got to take the Infinity Stones and Thor's hammer. Right, and he has Thor's hammer. And at first I was like, did Thor just like let him have that? <laughs> no, he's got to put it back. <laughs> he's got to. I I I I got it before the movie was over. But when I first saw, I was like, is is Cap just rolling with this now? <laughs> is, I mean, it's is Captain cool. America Thor. Right, right. Are there just two Thors now? I don't understand. But um, so but Bucky yeah, tells got him the, got the stones. Bucky tells him he's gonna miss him. Right. And uh, then he goes, and he's like, Hulk is like, yeah, he'll be he'll be back in like five seconds. To him, he can take as much time as he needs. Uh, for us, he'll be back in like five seconds. Now, presumably, though, Cap does have to go to a whole bunch of different places. Right. To put all these stones back, so he will he well, will be making multiple jumps, but he won't come right. back. But he can, right, he can jump from. You know, we saw that in the past. They didn't have to yeah. jump back to the. No, no, no. He the, can. Yeah, he's going to jump away from present, and then he can jump around as many times as he needs, right. and he'll just come back to the present whenever he hits the thing. So, so he jumps away. Five seconds goes by, doesn't come back. Right, Hulk. Hulk gives like the end. Five, four, three, two. He just went past us. It's like, I don't know how you can see that, but okay. I think he just meant it like the time went by. I don't think he physically, he might do physically went past us. Uh, you, you, you watch that again. Cause he says something to the effect of he, he shot said he right just, past us. He said he just shot past his mark or something like that. He shot past the time. Right. Like he, I think the time went by. It, it That's not the way it sounded to me, but whatever time will tell. We'll wait for the Blu-ray anyway. Um, <laughs> So is this podcast three hours long yet? <laughs> uh, about coming up on two and a half hours. Guys, just play two, this. Like two fifteen. Play this over the movie. That's all. Um, it's going to sync up perfect. Um, so. Yeah, so he he, he <clears throat> shoots past them, whatever, however that's supposed to be interpreted. Um, he doesn't come back through the he time. Does, machine. He doesn't come back. And then. uh 
Bucky basically conveniently notices that that there's now an old man sitting on a bench nearby. Uh, and they go. He tells and, Falcon to go over to right, him. Right. So, I mean, just to, to start this off, Bucky seems to know more about what's going on than. Yeah, I think Bucky everybody knew else. The, Bucky knew. You know what I mean? Here. Yeah, right. I think so. Um, like the, the internet is, is very upset about this many, I mean, not the whole internet, but there are many people on the internet that are very, 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 very upset about this whole end sequence. Um, now there, cause there are, there are a lot of stuckies out there. That's a lot of what? Stuckies, Steve Bucky fans. Oh, okay. I got people you. that, that believe that they were going to get together. Okay. So well, just so we know. Uh, Joe Russo's character is the first gay character in right. the MCU. Absolutely. He's the first one. So sorry, folks. Bucky and Cap are not that way in this universe. Anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, if there, was, um, if there was anybody who seriously thought that Cap and Bucky were just going to get together <laughs> at the end of the movie, like it's a fun, it's a fun fan fiction ship thing. But like, you know, you were kind of right. deluding yourself if you thought that was how this was going to turn out. You know, it's it's the same people who are who are mad at Chris Pratt for playing Peter Quill to allow a movie to continue <laughs> being suspenseful. Um, the same lot are upset about this. Um, so, so we find out Cap put all the stuff back and then went back in time and basically went to Peggy Carter's house and said, "Hey, babe." <laughs> I'm home <laughs> and lived out the rest of his days and became an old man and uh, and is and, and I, I will say I don't know if it was makeup I don't know if it was digital probably a little bit of both it was it was a um, they had an old man there that they digitally altered to look a little to, bit more like Chris more Evans. like him yeah. was it Joe Biden <laughs> yes it was <laughs> it was just it was Uncle Joe. Um, so it, I thought it looked wonderful. It was mm -hmm. very, very well done. Um, and so in it, we see Cap uh, talk to Falcon, not really to Bucky. Nope. But he basically says, hey, buddy, I'm an old dude now. Um, went and got myself a lady. Not going to tell you about it. Yep. But I, said, I, I got a life just like Tony said I should. Right. Uh, but I got you this. And so he hands him the shield um, which again, people were like, you, you, the shield was destroyed. If he took the shield out of the past and lived with it the whole time, it couldn't have been destroyed. <laughs> no, now what's what's really interesting about the end here, um, aside from the fact that it was more tear jerking and more, you know, sadness. And I thought I thought it was a very nice send off for Cap. I, 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 I like the way the, the way it ends. Um, we'll get in the controversy in a minute. But, you know, Cap says, I lived my life. I, I, I had a, a nice life with somebody. I'm not going to say who. I don't know why. That, I, I think that was an inside joke that I didn't get. <laughs> but they, they were like, you're going to tell me about the girl? And he's like, no, I don't think I will. <laughs> and I was like, is this just for time? Because we're already in three hours. <laughs> right. um, but then we get to see the flashback. We get to see him and Peggy dancing. Um, apparently to a song that also enraged the internet. Um, <laughs> Why? Why did the song enrage the internet? Because that is Stucky's song. 
Oh, Here, here's why. This is this is okay. a very convoluted. I had you know I had okay, to I'm, not, I'm not in a, I'm not up on this. So just tell me uh, what's up. So basically, in uh, Captain America: Civil War, when he found out Bucky was still alive, he found out because or, you know uh, Nick Fury got into his apartment and put a record on. The record played that song. It's been a long, long time. I don't know what it's called. Probably a long time. But um, are we sure that that's the, just not Captain America's favorite it, song? It probably is. But the Internet, I'm, I'm not speaking from me. I'm speaking okay. from the Internet. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm the middleman here. Uh, the Internet is pissed because they have officially dubbed that Cap and Bucky's song because that was the song that was playing when Cap found out his beloved was still with us. Um, and so they're really upset that they dare give Peggy Carter and Cap that song. You know, guys, it's okay. Um, it's okay for men to have a healthy friendship that without it being romantic. It's true. I've I've known Brian for many years, and I have never found him to be romantic. Exactly, with anyone. <laughs> exactly. Feel bad for his wife. But mm -hmm. anyway, um, so yeah, okay, so the controversy is... Um, are a plentiful. And what, what is interesting to me is that the directors and the writers are on different ends of the spectrum. Did you hear about this? No, I didn't. So the directors, the Russo brothers, have said many times, Captain America went back into the past and married Peggy Carter and had a life with her in an alternate reality. Mm -hmm. And he made another jump to this reality after he was old and probably Peggy died to say, here, here's the shield. I had a good life. I'm done. Um, now the writers say, no, 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 no. It had to be like a catastrophic event, like losing an infinity stone to change the timeline. And so cap going back in time and living with Peggy, that changed nothing of note. And so they've always been in the same timeline and there were just two Steve Rogers this whole time. Um, now, again, the angry people on the Internet believe the latter because they say, how dare, how would Steve go back in time and ruin Peggy Carter's life? She had a husband and children. They didn't exist now because he ruined that. And he sat back knowing that Bucky was being tortured by the Russians and that Hydra had infiltrated shield and that Tony's parents were going to die. And so, you know, so on and so on and so on. Um, now, again, if you subscribe to the theory that the movie specifically states and that I subscribe to Steve went back into a different reality and it leaves the door open for further movies. If they so choose where Cap is back in the 40s and he is helping establish S.H.I.E.L.D. side by side with Peggy Carter. And as far as I can tell in the movies, they never specifically tell you who Peggy's husband is. Mm. Like he's he's just like, a, yep, she had a husband and she had some kids. Now, that could go, you know, depending upon how they play it, that could always go into like a destiny kind of thing. Like, I don't know that that really gets it convoluted. Mm -hmm. But if they wanted to, they could say Cap always went back in time and he was always her husband. And that's where 
the husband and kids and family went from. But then you would also have to believe that Cap did let all those terrible things happen. But if he changed them, he might already know that if he changed any of those, then the outcome of the Thanos fight would be different and they wouldn't win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So he Here's... has to let those terrible things happen so they can save half of the entire of all existence. Here's here. Let me take a few moments here before we wrap this up, because we've gone uh-huh. on all this. Just let me bit. take a few moments to explain my problems with the time travel in this movie. Yes. Yes. Tell me. And why... Um, when I start to talk about why I have issues with Cap's time travel, it as I go deeper down, I realize none of it matters. Fair so, <clears throat> the stated manner, if we could both agree, the stated manner in which time travel works in this movie is that when you go back in time, you branch mm-hmm. off a different timeline, which you inhabit until the point at which you hit your wrist thingy and then return to the spot where you left in the prime timeline. The, if you are in the past and you go to a different spot, like if you're already in a branched timeline and you jump somewhere else, presumably you are going to somewhere and branching off. I'm going to assume you're branching off the main timeline again, just from a different point and not like trying to do some sort of like, nested branching like deep branches like i'm now back in time on the branch and i'm making a branch off a branch which could be the case but it sure seems like since the order in which they jump around like if they go back further they're just going back to the prime timeline and then like from before they branched off and then branching off again right right i i feel i i feel like they are always tethered to their timeline right and so like when they're done and they hit their recall thing, they're going to shoot back to the prime timeline. Right. Now, <clears throat> here's where our, here's where I have issues. So first off, I have no idea how Captain America got back to the main timeline, since presumably he would have had to show up on the platform at some point, even as an old man. So I have no idea how he gets back uh, as an old man sitting on a bench. I agree I with not, that. I do not interpret Hulk's thing about... Um, him blowing past his mark as like him physically shooting past it. It's just the time f- shot by and he missed his mark. That's, that's how I interpret that. I it could, could be wrong be. about it that. Could be. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know how he does that because um, <clears throat> he, he could go back in time uh, and he clearly does go back in time and hang out with Peggy and stuff, but he's in a branch timeline, right? So somehow he has to get back to the main timeline. We don't know how. I, I can I interject because sure. I have a theory on mm-hmm. that um, and it ties into something that we we might talk about later. Um, now, the Steve would not be time traveling. Steve would be interdimensionally traveling. Oh, crap. Because that's the thing. He lived out his life. He's an old man. He doesn't time travel to get back there. He dimension hops. Same time. Jumping right. branches. Right. So, well, someone's going to have to. <laughs> that's 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 a conjecture that is there's no uh, there's no um, framework for how that would work stated in the movie. Uh-huh, so I don't uh-huh. know but we were going to save this for later, but I might as well just say it now. Okay. You you watched the 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 new spoiler trailer, spoiler filled trailer 
for Spider-Man Far From Home, correct? Mm-hmm. In it, what do we learn about the snap? Oh, yeah, it, it messed up some dimensions. The snap tore a hole in dimensions. And so, thusly, interdimensional travel has been opened up to the the world at large. Okay. And so, really, old-timey Cap could have just been like, oh, shit, there's a tear. I'm going to go. You know what? I I, I gotta would... I gotta get a shield. I gotta somebody get me get this man a shield. <laughs> get this man a shield and, and a snack and a pair of pants, and he's gonna go. I'm okay with that. That I'll accept that as a as a thing. Here's where, and you know, for the for the haters who are like, how could he let this all happen? I suppose when you think about it, if every time you jump, you create basically a duplicate of the universe, right? Uh, people probably start to feel a little bit expendable at some point. So like, yeah, I just jump to another one. I got a whole new set of people. Um, if, if you'd like to explore that more, check out Rick and Morty. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what that whole show is about. Here's where the, that that all um, the whole Captain America thing is just there's explanations, but they just didn't say what they were. And so it's Correct. left up to the imagination of the viewer. Here's the actual plot hole with the time travel. Every time you travel back in time, you create a new branched timeline. Right. Okay. Every you. time you travel back in time, you create a new branched timeline. You Are cannot go back and put things back in a different branch timeline because by traveling back, you have created a new branched timeline. Mm. I contest that your being there doesn't necessarily... I, I believe there to be degrees in the in the branch timeline theory. Um, I think that as long as Cap doesn't step on any butterflies <laughs> and puts the stones back the moment that they left, that he that he's okay. That's that, that's How, my head cannon. Let's put it that way. But so. I am what I'm trying to figure out is. How would he go back in time and get into the exact same uh, branch of timeline? I would again. I would give the the idea of the you know the the technology because this this is the thing that that is the MacGuffin that makes me feel better about this stuff. Um, the technology doesn't really exist. So in my head, once they traveled back to a time, then they had a code. They had they they were like aha this is the six one six, so all I have to do is set this to six one six that day this time, and I'm going to jump back to that branch. So assuming, <clears throat> and again, like if he shows up and he fucks everything up, new timeline, sure. But as long as everything goes smoothly and he does, you know, like you know, nobody suspects there's two caps or you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. As long as he gets back and or three caps at that point, um, and and can just be like boop 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 bye, <laughs> um, then then I, I I would say something larger has to happen to actually change the timeline. Like for instance, if I were to travel back in time to to right now, and just stood behind me unnoticed, <laughs> and then disappeared. 
or or even 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 further like if 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 say somebody you know i use time traveling and for some reason i was like oh man i need to borrow this marker <laughs> if i go back and grab the marker while i know it's not being used and then i put it back did i ever even take the marker <laughs> you know i mean you know it's it's one of those one of those things where it's like as long as the 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 time stream hasn't veered far enough then i don't think that it it, it would affect a whole new time branch yeah and i'm, but, I'm willing but time to be, could hand, be fickle i'm willing to be hand wavy about it right it, um it is know. it is after all a movie about comic book heroes yeah now here's <laughs> my next question uh -huh. the first time they did all these shenanigans they used the Benatar to get to other planets because they shrunk it down and took it with them. Uh, but right. it, but the Guardians still definitely have it uh, in when Cap goes back in time. So how did he get to Morag, Vormir, and Asgard to return the stones? Hmm. Maybe he. Well, because I I I do believe <clears throat> that the 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 time jumpy thing jumps you places as well then why i don't know i don't i don't know time. why i don't i wish i could tell you because it doesn't make sense it's not like the portal was in all those places exactly you know they didn't all show up at the avengers compound exactly the whole time. it doesn't make any sense Pat. So, it's not it doesn't make any sense you can it, look at well, it, it you can no matter which way you look at it there's always one detail that's like well why why is this like this right you can you I mean, can yeah. i will give you that here's my that, other question doesn't make a lot of sense uh, so he goes to Vormir and Red Skull is there, right? Right. So that's got to be fun. for. That, right. I, I, I thought about that a lot, actually. Um, I, I read, again, many people have brought this up. The uh, I, I don't remember if it was the director's or the writer, but basically that isn't Red Skull anymore. That, that oh, yeah, version no. of him wouldn't even recognize Steve Rogers. Well, he would. And, He'd be like, and, Steve Rogers, well, right, son right in here. <laughs> they, they wouldn't you wouldn't recognize him as an old adversary. He is more or less a ghost of the Red Skull that we knew, yeah. because I thought that that would actually like I, I actually think that the entirety of Steve returning all the shit would make a great movie. <laughs> OK, so next question. The Soul Stone is a soul for a soul, right? So what right. happens if you give the Soul Stone give the back? Give the Soul Stone back. As far as anybody could figure out online, because I had the same question, um, it's permanent. That's that's all there is to it. You 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 checked the book out. So they should have just not given that one back. <laughs> it's true. And this and leads what if me he didn't? further to maybe he didn't. Maybe uh, they fixed Vision. Exactly. You know? Well, Vision had the Mind Stone. Oh, damn, Mind Stone. Not Adam Warlock gets the Soul Stone. Oh, and, and he has been set up, even though we didn't get the payoff like I thought we would in this movie. Nope, because um, they fired James Gunn too quick. Right, although uh, he was executive producer on this. Did you see that at the end? James okay. Gunn executive produced well, this movie. That's that's just, they just throw anybody's name. Executive producer doesn't mean anything. It, <laughs> it, was, name it was executive produced by Avia Rod, Stan Lee, and James Gunn. That was, that was who. So a guy they fired, a guy who's dead, <laughs> and the guy. <laughs> uh does he even work for them anymore i don't, even, I don't uh, know anyway regardless um <clears throat> the the thing about cap putting all the stuff back mm -hmm. is like i don't consider that to be a plot hole 
that except for how he got to all the planets i don't it's just right that he like they sent him back in time and they were just like he did it and that's a story for another day so i hope we do learn at some point about his adventures and putting all this stuff back because i think it would be rather interesting to see for example like how he got the power stone back in the thing and how he got um did he go to Asgard and re-inject Natalie Portman with the ether? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there's a lot of right. questions. Right. Um, and, and again, like I said, I, I feel like if things aren't changed too much, the, the, like, I, I, I know that back to the future is not the greatest uh, explainer of time travel, but having some kind of like back to the future picture MacGuffin kind of thing, like, I feel like his watch should be telling him. He's like, oh, 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 we're getting really close to diverging. We've got to stay on course. Nobody else can see me here. <laughs> and then he just, like, steps on something, and it's just like, beep, 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 beep. Oh. <laughs> well, there goes Time the dinosaurs. <laughs> right. Um, and then, you know, I mean, and that's that's the, you know, that's the whole time paradox thing that, you have to assume has been taken care of by the technology that allows the time travel uh, is like, if you just jumped back one second into the past, would not time be instantly filled with use because you would constantly be jumping one back in the past, you know? Yep. <clears throat> Unless every time you jumped back, you created a new branch timeline. Right. Right. Which so. was the implication. Anyway, why don't we <laughs> why don't why don't we finish with our review of this movie because we're coming up we're past two and a half hours now. Oh my gosh. I'm very tired. Let's I uh, am too. I'm let's too. just say so, final thoughts. It's great. I'll see it again on home video VHS yeah, release. I, I might even go to the theater to see it again because I tell you, I I I've been hankering since uh since seeing it. It's just like like I I I didn't get to see Howard the Duck. I heard he was there. But I didn't visually see him. Like I just, I want to sit in a theater, in a quiet theater, <laughs> and and just be able to take it all in. You know, like I might take off a morning from work and go at like ten o'clock in the morning uh, on a Wednesday or something, just to yeah, just to take it in. Um, and it's uh, it's it's just it it surpassed my expectations. Yeah, it really did. It was uh, very I, good. I, it was a good ending. It was. It was. I was definitely not expecting it to be as good as it turned out being. Um, I mean, obviously, I think we all thought it was going to be amazing. But the the level that it went to and the payoffs that it gave us um, were staggering. Um, and again, you know, now we're going to get to see, you know, uh, Bucky and uh, Falcap have, uh, have a show on uh disney disney plus um scarlet witch and vision get a show you get a show you get a show you get a show um which is very interesting to me because again like it's it's not something that you see very often where somebody goes from the biggest movie of all time to a streaming service show yeah but (laughs) that's gonna make a ton of money oh it's gonna it's gonna be great don't get me wrong but you know, like the quality's got to be there. You know, can, like, can you imagine? Well, I guess we're not going to have to imagine, but can you imagine the 
like the notion of going from the Avengers to Agents of Shield, like the the quality is not the same. That's that's true, but I think the Agents of Shield budget is going to be lower than the streaming service budgets because they Probably. they put a ton of investment into these uh, exclusive shows more than they do for network. It's the, the economics are really weird, but anyway, I'm going to stop it here. Go see the movie if you haven't. I assume literally everybody's seen it. Um, right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Structure gibberish dot, uh, dot com. Uh, no, it's jibcast dot com. Oh, they both work. I'm so tired. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Facebook dot com slash structure gibberish. Uh, Twitter dot com slash whatever structure jib. Um, I'm at underscore b socal pats at Green Lantern nine nine nine. We're on all the we're on all the pod players. Just go Google it. Just Google it. Just do it. This is special edition. Google special edition. Anyway, talk to you later. Bye. I don't know how to start these things. You start them. Well, it's a. uh, It's an after credits. Yeah, this is an after the credits scene, right? Bumper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Spider-Man Far From Home released a new trailer. Uh, a spoiler-filled trailer that they made Tom Holland come on before the trailer started. Like I've never seen quite so much "Don't spoil the end" in my lifetime. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like this, this, this is like Hitchcock level shit. I've I heard radio personalities, um, com- you know, like commercials that were devoted to nothing but "Don't spoil the movie." <laughs> Um, which, again, is interesting because I do feel like what ends up happening ultimately is stuff I've, I feel like most of us kind of saw coming at least. But, um, you know, maybe not exactly the way it happened, but I don't know. In any case, um, this comes out and, of course, the trailer like opens with a memorial to Iron Man and Peter Parker being all sad and then Happy is there. And he's all sad. Oh, and happy is sad. Happy is sad. Happy is sad. Oh man, we forgot in the in the regular show we we forgot to talk about one of the 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 big gut punches at the end when Tony's daughter asked for a cheeseburger. Yeah, that <laughs> and, that, that and that happy got me. happy is just like I'll get you as many cheeseburgers as you want. <laughs> it's like oh fuck you guys. <laughs> I can't feel anymore. You have all of my feels. Um, So anyway, the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, it's awesome. Mysterio looks amazing. I can't wait. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a curveball. Mysterio, apparently, not a bad guy. I don't think think that's going to. He's a teammate. I don't think that that's going to pan out well for him in the end. But yeah, I think some. I think um, they, uh, these guys are not trustworthy with but their with their uh, hints. What I do believe is, I, I believe the, I believe what he's saying is true is that the snap has opened a rip in the dimensions. I don't believe that Mysterio is actually from the dimension. I think that he is just a dude. Like he is in the comics and he's got magics. And I think that most of these monsters that they're fighting are going to turn out to be his magic. And he is just trying to get, get on the, uh, the Avengers train and get some, you know, fame and money and all that kind of good stuff. 
Um, it seems like one of the themes here is who's going to be the next Iron Man. You know, who's going to take up that mantle? Who's going to who's going to pick up the slack? You know, um, we do see what's probably going to be. I wish they wouldn't have spoiled it in the trailer um, because it's probably the line of the whole fucking movie. But Nick Fury, <laughs> Spider-Man says, but I'm just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And Nick Fury goes, bitch, please. You've been to space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And that is just. Have- I, I liked in this trailer, apparently they're going to cram in like every single Spider-Man costume into this yes, movie. Which yes. Is, so which is there's a, a uh, Spider-Man noir uh, costume or black costume, if you want to see it that way. Uh, the old, the costume from the first one, he is mm-hmm. wearing the costume, uh, the, you know, the metaled up the... Iron Spider costume. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got... Uh, the, the new one that's the red and the black, which I don't like that they transitioned from red and blue to red and black. I just wish they would have done it the other way. I would have been much happier. I hope that at the end of all of this, he ends up with red and blue he's, again. He's going to have a different costume in every movie. So I know, but I, I hope it trends towards the red and blue one. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the red and blue is classic, and that's what I want out of these, you know? Um and like that, it's it's when they get it right, so well done the first time out, you know, then then all the rest of the changes are just going to bother me, you know. With Iron Man, I felt like they did a good job of being like, yeah, it's it. This one pays homage to that one time that he had the thing with the thing, but later in the movie, he's just got the golden red one on again, so it's okay. It's, it's different, but it's pretty much the same. Um. Like, that's what I want to see more with the, the spider outfits. Um, so what else do we see in this trailer? So, again, uh, Ned, for sure, is still the same age as Peter. Um, it does seem to me like maybe MJ is older. I can't tell for sure because she seems to have blossomed a little. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, but I mean, again, they're in high school. So because uh, Flash all of a sudden has like a mustache. Well, he might be in college now. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, but they're still obviously hanging out. Like, it's it's weird. They're they're on this class trip. Um, I guess in five years they could have uh, gone to college, and maybe they fast tracked. <laughs> maybe <laughs> they got. Maybe they went ahead and got their GED, uh, went to college, and are now teaching. Because you know, there we were hard up for teachers before the snap yeah (laughs) in a post snap world they were just like whoever wants to teach we're handing out teaching licenses so now flash thompson is the gym teacher that's that's my guess Um, guess. (laughs) uh but uh anyway uh and then so how did you take that that part at the end with mj being like he's like i gotta tell you something she's like you're spider-man now she like I, I don't know they they pulled this trick on us once um in the the trailer for the last one she did like she's like who are you where are you going and then it was in the movie she's just like oh, i don't care i was just kidding i yeah <laughs> like I do, mean, do you they, do we feel like this is gonna be her being like baha just being stupid well, Get out of here. They, I don't care. they certainly do play it off in the trailer as if she definitely knows 
this right. time. And she's just like, no, I'm, I'm serious. It, it's very obvious. Um, it, and you know, Peter does have a tendency to tell everybody that he's Peter <laughs> Parker, Spider-Man. And again, like, you know, what are the odds that Spider-Man is with them every single time? Mm-hmm. And especially if she survived the snap and Peter was gone. And so was Spider-Man for five years. And then Peter comes back and Spider-Man's back. You know what I well, mean? Like, I mean... <laughs> Like billions of well, people sure, disappeared. Sure. So, I, mean, but, yeah. I mean, it was already suspicious before that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I feel like it was. It would only continue fueling the, mean, the fire. And also, Spider-Man sounds like Peter. So it's, <laughs> right, it's, right. It's, Sometimes it's he talks possible. a little bit deeper voice. But you know how they uh, like to trick us. It's entirely possible that scene isn't even actually in the movie. True. That's true. So. That's true. Um, so okay. This, so this whole trailer could be a lie. The the thing I think that we're going to get out of this is that the dimensional rip is open. I think this is where we're getting mutants from. I think this okay. is where we're getting the Fantastic Four from. Okay. I think that they're gonna it's gonna turn out that there are all these people, maybe their world is far worse off. And maybe they gotta just come on over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like maybe Mysterio turns out he's like the ruler of a terrible dimension <laughs> and he's come here to to rule ours uh and and they just you're like nope we defeated you and hey people you thought it was bad before the snap just come on over <laughs> now we've got all the people back and more <laughs> um i don't know i don't know how it's gonna play out i really do hope that because again we did not get a significantly tantalizing treat to keep us on the the bone for uh, phase four. And uh, they said, oh, Avengers is not the end of phase three. Spider-Man Far From Home is. Mm-hmm. So, so we're going to wrap feel, up some loose ends. I feel like it's, it's going to, I feel like it's going to open the can of worms. I think it's going to, the very last sequence of the, uh, you know, the, the after credit scene will ultimately be like Professor X. Or yeah, something. it's going to be like, I mean, it's, it's like going to give some... us our indication of what phase four is. Right. Yeah, this so, is, that's where we're going to find out. This is the new direction, exactly. whatever it may be. Not so, in humans. Not in humans. I, I am hoping for straight up mutants or at least at the very least, if the fantastic four is not hinted at, I will be very upset. Yes. Give me Dr. Doom. Give me a real good Dr. Doom, a decent fantastic four. Um, Dare I say a fantastic four, right? Just a fantastic four. I I would be happy with it. Um, I, I, again, X-Men, They've had their run as much as I really do want them to get in there and and make a good version of the X-Men. They probably have to let this cool down. I, we literally yeah. are still sitting on an X-Men movie coming we, out. Well, we, the New Mutants movie got pushed back to 20, 2020? 2020 now. Right. I think it's been like three years since the first trailer hit. Yeah. Like we're still sitting on a lot of Fox. Like Illy's Gambit is off the off the uh, docket <laughs> now so there's that um i would much rather have them introduce individual x-men characters into other stories first and then sure. 
Like, and not just, not like main X Men characters, but like if you want to bring in, um, like what I would honestly really love to see, Pat, is bring in. Um, you could bring in like the the heavy hitters, like bring in, um, Wolverine if you want. Have him hang out with the Avengers. Just bring in some X Men characters and have them around. And then eventually it will lead up to an X-Men movie that features the original five. That's what I want. Don't right. put the original five anywhere. Um, anyway. and, and I could see that. Um, what I, again, what I would really love now, now that we've opened all these doors, I would love an old school, um, 1940s or fifties cap that features Wolverine. Yeah. You know what cool. I mean? Like, it would be really awesome if they they got that put together. <laughs> they did that in the X Men animated series in like season five. Yeah. Yes. It was, it was no, so, not the best, but no. But they it was there. It was there. All right. That's it for the end of credit scene. Oh yeah. Bye.